Well, TV's everywhere, getting ready to watch football. College uh, slate was amazing yesterday. Um, of course, the restaurants are everywhere, though. Johnny's, Duke's, everything. Um, <laughs> Mike over at uh, at the Firebirds, Mike Corda, made the mistake of taking Darius Prince one time to Duke's. Now every time we're somewhere, Darius is like, yeah, should we go to Duke's? Should we go to Duke's? Should we go to Duke's? Um, so it's always funny when I see Duke's. See, that's still that's kind of us, too, with those burgers, man. It's like, mm. Duke's burger? You want a Duke's burger? Um, all right, so... Big, big day ahead of us today. Actually, less games, but more more of these games that I like than I don't like, which if you had told me a couple weeks ago that these would be a good slate of game based on who's playing, I probably would have laughed in your face. Now I'm on. But most importantly, Purple Fam, we did it. And by we, I mean the team. The Great Danes just stomped out Richmond. I mean, it was not – it was a 41-13 game. I, I don't feel like it was that close. I don't I now I was watching at home on television, I'll be perfectly honest, because I've been fighting this cold. It got really, really bad Friday night into yesterday and I didn't want to spread it. I could have gone I think I could have toughed it out. I could have toughed it out. But I didn't want to spread the cold. I feel way better today. No no um, no fever, no nothing, but I still like you can hear it, I'm a little foggy. Um, more than normal, Zach. Don't say it out loud. And um, <laughs> so I I watched on T V but it just it felt like it just it just felt like there was a distinct difference in the level of talent between Richmond and Albany, and Albany showed it with a 41-13 win, and they're moving on. On Friday's show, if you missed it, or Monday through Friday, 3-5 to five of this special edition of LeVac Downs, every Sunday throughout the football season, we mentioned this, that we told you that it was the biggest game in the history of the U-Albany football program. I took it even one step further. You could rank this one or two and how big of a deal this is that locally – it was the biggest sporting event in the Capital Region in 2023. What that game was yesterday for the Great Danes, for what it meant for the program, for the level of competition, for the playoff spot. And they over-delivered the Great Danes. Everything from offense to defense to special teams to the feel of the game. And I'm talking about you're playing against a Richmond team you've never beaten before. So if you come out slow, you have the classic thing of, oh, they got our number. They know something about us that we don't. They smacked Richmond around on all sides of the football, plus special teams. They dominated that game. I like how they went to social media and said, co-champs. I take a little shot at Villanova and Richmond and said, no, no, no. We are the champions of the CAA. We just proved it. That was a monumental win for the UAlbany football program, not just for 2023. What you know, Coach Catuso and the players, that's all they care about right now is what this ride is, heading to the Elite Eight of the NCAA tournament. But what it means for the future of players staying around, Maybe not hitting the portal, recruiting, everything. A massive victory for the Great Danes, dominating on the road to the Elite Eight. And now they go to the weird dome barn. They take on Idaho. And if you remember Idaho, <laughs> again, if you're like a NCAA football video game player like Levac and I are, and I think oh, maybe Zach was back in studio as well, Idaho has this unbelievable dome where it looks like somebody's huge garage is just blown up. It's the one of the wildest venues you can find, and I believe they're playing in that game, in that spot, 10 o'clock kickoff, Saturday night coming up, for a chance to go to the Final Four. Didn't, um, that's where Mark Schlerth played, right? Yes. Yeah, he did. Maybe maybe I need to give him a, a ringy-ding. Ooh, okay. Maybe I need to give him a little, little ringy-ding and talk to him about Schenectady. I was going to say, you know, you, know, he's a, you know he likes the capital region, maybe get something going about the big man out in Denver. He loves to talk smack to me, and it's sad that he... He's always had the upper hand because he played for Denver. And at that point, he played for Denver when my Raiders were, were garbage. And he likes to – that's the only thing he remembers about me. 
the two things. We bought him a Schenectady T-shirt because he had a Schenectady T-shirt and didn't know why. And then he knows I'm a Raiders fan and likes to pick on me for it. Um, but, yeah, he, he's got to be if, probably the biggest name to ever come out of Idaho, right? Off the top of my head, I would have been able to name zero people. But now one, Mark Schlereth. I don't know. Uh, yes. To answer your question, because I can't name anybody else, yes. Maybe we'll try that. Maybe I'll effort to get a hold of him. I'm not sure who he works for anymore. I've heard I heard him do, like, play-by-play. Is he, what is he, Western He works one? for, uh, I'll say their name on the air. He works for 104.3 The Fan still. I know, but doesn't he do, he has like a play-by-play deal with somebody, though. Yeah, his is weird, actually. I know he does stuff with it's Fox, like Cubilus but... or Westwood yeah, or one of those. a little odd. It's, it's, and the only reason we bring that up, as much as it's probably boring to anyone listening, is certain companies have deals where they won't work with other companies, and it's just stupid. It's just it's just stupid, because we're all sports, like it's, it's just a chance to get your name out more, but it's not up to him sometimes whether or not he's allowed to talk to us, but... Um, I don't even know how to break that game down. I did not watch a second of Idaho football. I will between now and, like, Wednesday. I'll have a feel on what Idaho really is. They are the fourth-ranked team. Uh, Albany is the fifth seed in that in that, that division. Uh, so they will go to Idaho, then hopefully win, maybe just maybe get a chance to take on either Villanova or South Dakota State. And uh, if, can you imagine if they get to beat Villanova again? <laughs> yeah, it's very possible that could happen. I don't know if... How many of you were locked in on the South Dakota State Montana State game last night? But uh, <laughs> South Dakota no, State. South Dakota State was Mercer. Oh, okay. I got. I could have sworn Montana State lost by one point on a blocked extra point. I believe. Yeah, Unless- South Dakota State stopped out Mercer forty-one to zero last night. Well, if you were watching South Dakota State Montana State, it wasn't from twenty twenty-three. <laughs> so I'm really concerned that you were watching that game. Um, I mean, Mon- Montana beat Delaware. In the other bracket, I'm looking. I'm looking at the bracket. Did right I now, get so. fooled? Did I get fooled by somebody on social media that just posted the clip again about Montana State heartbreak? I might have. I might have got Montana fooled. State got heartbroken by North Dakota State. Ah, uh, okay. And that's in the. Um, so here's the here's the the beauty of this, right? We are because we have an FCS school. We are actually um, we're, we learn about the playoff systems early. It's, it, there's more playoff teams in the FCS level than there are in the FBS, but. But you can see it all. But it's it is funny the number of schools that we've seen that used like used to dominate the media here and there. Like Idaho used to be a bigger name, like stuff like that. Now you see them coming back, and now Albany gets a chance to slap them around. That'd be great. Richmond was a big deal. Villanova, of course, the great Howie Long, uh, Villanova grad. Yes, so, Brian Westbrook as well. Yeah, Howie Long's the most important uh, one. Let's also, shout out to Jerry Kramer from Idaho. I would say most people may not, especially younger people, know who he is. Hall of Famer, another former guest on Levac and Gas. Oh, look at that. Um, we're so important. Uh, all right, so Albany dancing on. Let's keep this thing going. I, I wonder how expensive it is to take to Idaho for the weekend. I may have to I may have to bail out. Or, or we have to have a watch party. Oh, that's right. You have to pretend to vote for the Heisman. <laughs> Who are you voting for? I will say this about the Heisman Trophy. I have yet to submit my ballot. It's the longest I've ever waited. How long do you have? I have until tomorrow at 5 o'clock. Why are you waiting so long? Had a lot of things happening. I think to sit down and lock in on it. A lot of things have changed. Variables Are you saying that you moving. shouldn't have it anymore? No, no. <laughs> and then we can stay here and you can, we can have a party? I didn't say that. I'll be on site at New York City. That is already booked. The room, the hotel. So we can still have a watch party. I just won't be, you just won't be there. there for it. Right. I can be watching it with you virtually somehow. No, if you're not going to be here, you're not going to be part of it. It's we could have be... the watch party in New York City. Because wait, where, what is it, 10 o'clock Saturday night? A week, a week from yesterday, ten o'clock Eastern Saturday night <laughs> at Idaho. Let's part. Maybe we'll do it here. Maybe Ooh, I'll see if I can grab okay. a room over at Rivers. You know, to do it up. 
Why are you looking upset now, huh? What up, Heisman I'm, boy? I'm excited about that. If that's if that's on the table, I didn't realize there could be a river situation involved here late night. Well, you still won't be here. You'll be in the city. Yeah, I know. Not making the proper vote for the Heisman. How quick can a train get here? There's a, there's a train over here somewhere, isn't there? How um, wait, Do we know who's invited yet? We will know Monday at 6 o'clock. So they're going to take everybody's votes at 5 and then at 6 they're going to be like, okay, here's the here's the top vote-getters? Uh, I believe they're tallying the votes now, so they'll have an idea of the top four. Because it used to be... It used to be like the finalists would be anywhere between six and three. You could invite wherever the voting dropped off. But post-COVID, they like inviting four. It's always four now. They changed that rule. So, yes, they will have enough of those votes counted to figure out who the top four is by then. Did you write in Reese Poffenbarger? Did you just like, here, should get, Reese should get a shot? Nobody's been put on the ballot. I haven't signed in yet. i got to figure out how to sign in first. Is that the real problem? You don't know how to use the computer ballot system? They changed it this year. And it's not what it used to be. I used to be given a passcode, so i got to figure out how to sign in. I will Is it possible in. you just don't even have a vote anymore? No, no, no. I definitely have a vote. They emailed me. I just didn't sign in yet. I feel like you screwed this up somehow. No, no, no. Nothing. It's all karma because nobody knows that before the show started, there was like a small distortion coming back from the studio, and Goss figured out what happened. So Goss was like, look at me as a tech genius. And then all of a sudden. He just told me to restart. <laughs> right. Which, But, Zach, come on. For him, that's a big... That's a step. That's a huge step in the right direction. Like he's gonna start tying his own shoes next. I'm proud of you guys. There you go. You know what? You're both welcome. And you listening, you're welcome. I could have. I basically was Superman there for a second. I felt it. So who'd you vote for? I can't. I can't. He hasn't because he doesn't know how. Do yet. they have like a bajillion different uniform combos? Are they a three-letter school? There's a, those are a lot of clues out there. I, I, uh, I have not voted yet. I will do the research tonight. I will put in the proper channels. I know who the final. Two are in my mind. Okay, I. Do you want me to say it? No, so, I can't confirm or deny. So, all right, so you're not going to confirm. It. I know that he didn't want to talk about Oregon versus Washington. So I feel like the, it, his his final decision was made watching the Oregon versus Washington game. In my in my opinion, Zach, that's my opinion. What would be your vote? Since you don't have a vote, it doesn't matter. Me? Oh wow. Um. See, I get I get wowed by guys I just enjoy watching play. I probably I probably would go Marvin Harrison Jr. just because I don't think there's anything like him out there. But since it's a quarterback award, it would really for me ugh, maybe it, it would either be Penix or Harrison Jr. for me. That would be the two. I would, I would be between Zach. Who would yours be? I really like Jaden Daniels. Okay. All right. Do any of those, uh, you know, what your fancy over here, Gazi Bear? Let's talk about that Oregon Washington game, shall we? Well, all right, let's do this. <laughs> we ran a little long time about you, Albany, and rightfully so. UA, you know, Purple Fam. Let's go, Great Danes. Um, I, I don't know how many people showed up in the rain, but it looked like it was a good crowd. Very happy. Um, I only, I've, I've only had a very quick back and forth with Coach Catuso, congratulating him. Um, so we'll get more information. I'm, I'm sure we'll talk to him this week coming up. But um, let's 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 hit a quick break. Come back. Let's just talk about the entire slate from yesterday's championship games and everything else in uh, in FBS college football. Uh, Levac and guys live here inside Van Slicks at Rivers Casino and Resort for Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Hey, it's Doug. The holiday season's already begun here at WGY. Right now, you can donate to our 44th annual Christmas Wish presented by Curtis Lumber. Christmas Wish has been able to help countless children thanks to caring WGY listeners like you. Right now, you can donate by heading to WGY.com or the iHeartRadio app. And don't forget... 
Listen on Friday, December 8th for our annual live show where we take calls with your charitable donation all morning. It's the 44th annual Christmas Wish, thanks to Curtis Lumber on WGY. Hey, Slavak and guys. Guys, I-, I like spending the holidays in pairs or better. Can we go to Hooters? Yes, we can, Levac. Happy holidays. Friday, December 22nd, our final show of 2023, out live on location under the orange roof. Come celebrate the holidays with us. Food, beer, drink, sports, and a little bit of holiday spirit. Ho, oh, oh, ho, hot wings, my friend. It's going to be a great time. Make sure you join us at Hooters Friday, December 22nd, starting at 3 o'clock. Levac and Gaz, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Happy birthday. Hey, take a look outside. No way. An electric bike? Can I take it for a ride? We have a car versus electric bike crash on Main Street. Victim is a 17-year-old male and unresponsive. No sign of helmet use. Don't let your gift become your grief. Work together. Learn about controlling an e-bike and operating it safely before they ride. Wear a helmet. Be careful in traffic. Slow down and follow the rules of the road. A message brought to you by the Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. Hey, kids, breakfast. Look at you making smiley face pancakes. Seems like you're feeling much better. It was the Mucinex Fast Max Kickstart Severe Cold and Flu I got you, huh? Definitely. Good thing I took it the other morning. So you're ready to go for a walk? Yep. Any more pancakes? Save the biggest smile for you. Aww. New Mucinex Kickstart gives all in one and done relief with a morning jolt of instant cooling sensation. Come back with a kick with New Mucinex Kickstart. Use as directed. Hey, it's Joe Gallagher. Great news. Breakfast for Santa is back. Join us Saturday, December 9th from 8 to 11 a.m. at Curtis Lumber in Boston Spa and help us raise money for WGY's Christmas Wish. Your donation will get you a delicious breakfast from Crafted Catering and a chance to meet Santa Claus himself. I'll be broadcasting live from 9 to 10. So come on out and help us help kids this holiday season while creating memories with your own. Breakfast for Santa, Saturday, December 9th from 8 to 11 at Curtis Lumber in Boston Spa. Details at WGY.com slash Christmas wish. This is Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. It's Levac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Live from inside Van Slicks at Rivers Casino and Resort. Sometimes I like to say resort first because it feels very nice. It's a nice place. I saw my friend Jen. She's uh, she runs all the marketing over at Crossgates Mall. Her mom is here today. Oh, is that who you're waving to? Yeah. Well, no, she was out. No, I, I was waving to um, Zach Boyden's mom is here oh. too. You can get your, your contacts fixed. Um, <laughs> but I saw her, and, and you ever you're running to somebody that was like you know you were friends with their kid like a long time ago. You were younger. Maybe maybe you gave their kid a nickname that no one should remember. Maybe their last name was Irish, was like O'Leary, and you replaced the O with Ho. Oh. And then the mom goes, didn't you give my Jennifer a, a nickname? 
And I was like, yeah. What was that? And I was like, hilarious, ma'am. She goes, you're funny. Go away. But she won when I was standing there, so, so I'm forgiven for now. She won a couple hundred bucks while I was standing there. Hey, so she's good for like, her. But she said, I mean, such a sweet family, such a nice people. That's not her last name anymore, so don't call her that. I'll get in trouble. I'll lose my, I'll lose my cross gates mall rights. Um, all right, so yesterday we said it was going to be a great Sunday games. Great Sunday games. Not every one of them went the way you'd want to. The Michigan one went pretty much perfect. I was happy with that. Felt pretty good. Michigan not only wins, they cover, dominate, shut out Iowa, prove that they belong as the number one seed in the college football playoffs. Yes. I have no pushback on that. Michigan looked really strong. I thought Iowa would put up a better fight. Iowa They did. They did put up a nice fight because it should have been 52 to nothing. I can't believe that team won nine games this year, ten games. Like, I, I can't. Iowa football is a cult. I don't know who watches that thing. Like, it is just nothing but punts. But I don't even want to cover more of Iowa. Michigan looks you know, good. good. You know what Iowa football is? What is that MSR? What is that stuff that, like, you listen to to fall asleep? ASMR? Right? Yeah, you yeah. Into it? yeah, yeah. That's, Iowa football is there for you to fall asleep to. <laughs> Can you imagine playing for a team or rooting for a team where the powers that be looked at the offensive coordinator before the team and said, before the season and said, if you don't average over 21 points a game, I'm going to fire you? Yeah. And it's and he's going to get fired, I think, unless yeah. there's some wild loophole in his contract that they're going to not fire him. He just can't be the offensive coordinator. They'll like move him to running backs coach because it is technically his dad's still the head coach. I I would assume he's actually going to get fired, but they had a good season. There's mm, you got to make some changes. You got to make some changes. Let me rephrase that. He will no longer be the offensive coordinator. I don't know if he leaves the staff. Is the way I'll phrase that. But yes, he. But you got to look at the tools he had, right? Like, like I was thinking about this with um with Elbrick, the uh, the defense coordinator for the Jets. Like they can't stop the run with the tools he has. He should no longer be considered for a head coaching job. Like you look at the tools that they have on offense in Iowa. Um, you've had some people transfer in. You've had some other things happen. Whatever. Anybody, anybody of any actual like skill on the offensive side of the ball is not there. Now, is, are they not? Do they not look skilled? Because the coordinator sucks. If that be the case, move on. But. If he got clipped, I'd, I'd take a look at him somewhere else if I had pieces. I'm very confident on this take. I'm very confident in this. That's the last time we'll be seeing Iowa in the Big Ten title game for a very long time. Well, there is no more Big Ten title game, is there? I believe the divisions are now gone. USC's been added. Washington's been added. Oregon's been added. they got a ways to go. They've benefited from the division. But there's no, like, there isn't going to be a... Or one versus two would play for it? Like, I believe so. Is yep. that what they're going to do? Okay. I, I mean, I like that better because that means Ohio State-Michigan play for everything instead of the week before playing for everything. Because there is something very stupid about Michigan and Ohio State playing for the right to go play Iowa or Purdue or whoever else isn't as good as they are. It is very stupid. Because so, that, that Michigan-Ohio State game, as much as I love being Ohio State, I, I wouldn't mind beating them twice. I've been okay with that. Michigan's good. They're real good. So I've got them at one in my college football playoffs. I agree. All right. Now let's go through the rest of the day. Let's talk. You you are the college football guy. You're Mr. I vote for the Heisman, even though you haven't yet, and it sounds like you're going to screw up and not do it in time. Um, you would not talk much about this Oregon-Washington game. Let's talk about this Oregon-Washington game. What did you see? What did you like? What did you hate? Me, personally, I hated the total of 65.5. I took the over, and they got 65. How good a team that's 12-0? who in the past 10 years has played in the college football playoff, who has one of the best wide receivers, quarterbacks, uh, NFL rosters in the country, going to that game is a 10-digit 
Oh, excuse me. A double-digit underdog, ten-point underdog. Ten. Imagine if it was ten digits. Anyways, uh, like at, including me, I'm like, okay, this doesn't make sense. Oregon is a nine and a half point favorite against a team they already lost to. They're gonna smoke Washington because the numbers telling me that it's a neutral field. Not as dominant as Michigan. Not as dominant as UAlbany. But early in that game, Washington said. We plan on winning this game today. We are better than Oregon. We've got their number, and we're going to make this a tough matchup. They get up by double digits early. Bo Nix plays fine. But whether it's an East Coast bias, whether it's people just like Oregon more, maybe they're flashy, maybe they're they're more fun, whatever it is, how many times does Washington have to be a dog, a husky, I guess a pun intended Ah, here, I like what you did there. For people to finally give them credit, they're one of the best teams in the country. They should be the number two team in the country, in my mind. That's where they should be. Washington's very, very good. They're number two. <laughs> See, we're, uh, we're doing a sports talk radio show. You, you, you. <laughs> yes. Hey. 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 RB. Hey, RB. Okay. RB from the Adirondacks. Okay, shout out. All right. All right. RB from the Adirondacks. You got a big pick today? You got, who do you like in the NFL? You like Tampa no, no that's, that was from my head earlier. You have to pay extra. That was game RB, warm. did you drink your breakfast? <laughs> that's my oh, girl. Yes, all right. I can, it can tell. We, we, we flock together. We flock together. Yeah. People drink their breakfast. That's right. that's right. There you go. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Rivers. There's uh, the engagement they were, right, our sales, so, Big Al was looking for, yeah. So I want to be clear. If you are into, um, you know, mature redheads, RB's here to party, okay? RB, I'm, I, yeah, I, I hazard a guess what RB stands for. Um, oh, she's buying us drinks, I think. Well, let's right go. They used to. Um, all right, guys. so <laughs> Penix has been hurt a million times, right? I mean, he's had every injury under the sun. If you're drafting... I'm like I'm not going to ask you. He, he. Hold on. Let me let me start from this. If you didn't, I want to ask a, a Heisman question. He surpassed Bo Nix yesterday as far as Heisman goes. I, it, except I, for the fact that most people voted before the game. Let me. Should people have voted before that game? No. Okay. They should have not voted before. It's the hard game. to ask, ask you the question I want to ask you because you can't answer it. Let me say. Let me phrase it like this. Let's say they were running a campaign. Let's say they were running for president. <laughs> just the two of them. You would say if you went into even like this and you finished, it would oh, seem as oh, oh, if I know. You I know what to ask you. I know what okay. to ask you. Okay. If you're the Bears and you're definitely drafting a quarterback number one overall, did that change who you were going to draft? If you were Gar- if you were like, I'm going to draft Bo Nix or Michael Penix Jr. No, I would say no to that. I would pick Caleb Williams, but I think in that game, that game alone should not have changed the way you view those quarterbacks. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. All I right. think him. I'm talking Penix, Nix, Williams, May, and Daniels should all be first-round picks, which is crazy to say that quickly. Five quarterbacks who played five years in college, most of those I just talked about, all should go in the first round. I feel confident in all five. Bo Nix has gotten so much better from how bad he was as a freshman at Auburn. He makes some throws that are – he could start today in the NFL. Is I feel he, confident in that. Is he Joey Harrington or is he uh, Justin Herbert? Ooh, I, in ooh, between, boy. I was going to say Zach. I All totally right. agree. I think it's in between. Yeah, I think it's a little mix of both. I think right. Penix has to go to the right situation, more like a Brock Purdy, because he's a rhythm passer. And if you don't, you watch a lot of him situation, though. Zach, you watch a lot of Penix in Washington, right? You're you're, you're a big Penix fan. Um, the one you say it like we, that? No. <laughs> I was hoping you catch that. Um, 
right, but I'm saying, like, all the injury history, do you do you concern yourself with that? Is it like, all right, he's got that out of the way? Or do you look at him and go, look, if we pick him up, he is a time bomb. He is going to get hurt. I'm going to put it this way. Drake May, Caleb Williams, and then you put whatever order you want for the next three. Okay. okay. All right. But I'm saying, like, Penix, again, Penix looks like a beast out there right now. He looks big. He looks strong. He looks fast. But he has a history of getting hurt. Do I worry about that if I'm a pro? He also has two great wide receivers that are going to be first-round picks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, RB. What do you, you, you got there, on? RB? What's happening here? It's our birthday. Oh, it's our birthday? <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, we got we to gotta hang with RB real quick. Okay, hang on. No, right. no, I'm 21. Right. I am. Hold on. We get... Oh, is he going to be a big boy about this, guys? Huh? All right. I'm proud here we go. spit this out here. Happy birthday to RB. Happy 21st birthday, RB. Okay, I don't know what this is. You know what it is. It's tequila. And many more. It's going right on the rails. Thank you, Zach. For You are the best. Thank you, RB. Happy birthday, RB. All right. Happy birthday, RB. Zach back in the studio says happy birthday. <laughs> the guy back in the studio. All right, we got to talk drink football. Too? No, she said she's not she bringing is. a drink. She doesn't know who you are, Zach. Darn it. That's me. Uh, number three team in the country. you got Washington at two. you got Michigan at one. I would say number three yep. is still Florida State. I would say Florida State is the third best team. Power five team. I'm not saying that one on the air. <laughs> <laughs> Their game last night, that quarterback, a freshman quarterback who's a third stringer. He's pretty good. Who is this? Okay, I'm Brock sorry. Glenn. We're talking about the third yeah. best team in my mind, the Florida State Central School. I know I've been taking a lot of heat. You know they're not getting in, though, right? They're getting in. How, how are they not getting in at this point? As an undefeated power All right, five so team. Let, let, here's, who's, your, who's your four, right? So I've got – I'm going – I'm different than some people. I'm taking Michigan one. I think Bama is two. I think Texas is three, and I think Washington is four. Oh, I love you. Whoa. Okay, I, I, LeVac, you go first, and Zach, once LeVac's done, because I know you're a Bama fan, I want you to go second, but LeVac, you go first as to why that's your top four. Well, I just think Michigan's the easy one, right? They just won dominantly. So if you're the if you're the, the, the football, you know, the committee, you're sitting there going, okay, here's one that we don't have to get a big fight about. But I think when you saw what Bama did to Georgia, you're like, it's hard to believe they're not number one, right? They're, they've won loss. They... They did lose to Texas, but since then they have gotten better each and every week. I think that Georgia win makes them the second-best team. You can't put them in and not put in a Texas team that was dominant and beat them. I I think a lot of people will try to flip those two, but I think Bama is better than Texas right now. And then finally, when I see what Washington did, you you, you talk about East Coast bias and all those things. If you leave Washington out right now with Penix on a a, a legit Heisman candidacy run, I think you're going to have uh, Bedlam in the streets. So that's my that's my top four. All right, Zach. Is your top four similar to LeVac's with your Crimson Tide involved? Honestly, I would like to say yes. But here's where I'm coming into a little bit of trouble. Last year we had this conversation between TCU and Alabama. And I feel like we're going to come down to that conversation again. FSU or Alabama. And it all goes down to the committee. Are you going more deserving or are you going best team? Because if you're going best team, FSU's got to be on the outside looking in. But if you're going more deserving, then an undefeated team's better than a one-loss team by more deserving-wise. But i got to sneak Alabama in. There's no way they can leave out an SEC team that has at least one team be in the championship eight straight years. 
It's cr- both of you. So, wait, so how? Do, yeah. what, so what are your four? So I would like to go. Michigan won by fault. Sorry, I'm not really believing in them. Washington by two by fault. Texas three, Alabama four. Okay. All right. Same teams, different order. Yeah. Okay. So you both got Bama in, and you both would have Florida State out. Here's I love that stat about eight straight times that SEC team is represented because the conference itself deserves the credit and respect and all that. They have benefited a lot from this setup. And what I mean by that is, let's say if it was old school, right? Let's say it was the old days of the BCS where you just pick the top two teams. Last year, the national championship would have been TCU versus Michigan because Bama had a loss, I believe, and Georgia had a loss, I believe. So... Those teams. No, w- George hasn't hasn't lost. Oh, thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you. Uh, two years ago, previous, when Bryce Young knocked yeah. him off. That's right. Yeah. Um, so we've had situations though in the past. We've seen an SEC team with one loss playing the national championship, yeah. and there have been undefeated teams that season. So the SEC has always been given the benefit of the doubt of we think you're the best conference. We're always going to put you in. What's also benefited the SEC is that rarely, if ever. Have there been multiple Power 5 conference teams that have been undefeated and then with one loss? Like, really what we're dealing with now has never been done before in the history of this format. If Florida State was named Wake, if Florida State was NC State, I think people would trash them even more. But we have become so SEC-biased, whether it's the truth or bias, that you got to put an SEC team in there. I get what Zach just said. Like, gosh, they win. They're good. They're the best. Why wouldn't we put them in? So what do we do with the other conferences then? Like, it's not like we're dealing you, with Northern you Illinois. You hold your breath till next year. <laughs> you you hold your breath till next year and wait until there's a bigger bigger playoff field. That's the sickening part about all of this. If you watch college football playoffs, most of the games are usually blowouts. So the fact that they think they're going to get twelve good teams is beyond me. That's money hungry right there. But this oh, year, if any year, this is the year you would want twelve teams in because yeah. they actually have twelve very good teams for once. I would say what's likely to happen is, and I agree with all of that too, I think next year's playoff, hopefully we get the type of contenders we had this year because 19 points, I believe, is the number, average margin of victory in the semifinals. One Michigan, two Washington, because they're a power five, because they're in uh, traditional power and they're not going to leave them out, I'll put Florida State at three. So then for me it comes down to three teams. It comes down to Texas, it comes down to Bama, and it comes down to Georgia. Even though Georgia's won the national championships and been as great as they've been, even though Alabama has been a historic traditional power with Nick Saban and everything else in the history of college football, it feels like that fourth spot's going to go to Texas because they can look at the Big 12 and say Texas has had a stronger strength of schedule. Texas beat Alabama head-to-head, and Texas wins in the wins out at the end. I can't believe that. Who's Texas has lost to again? I think Texas lost to Oklahoma, Oklahoma. on a neutral field on the fourth yeah, quarter. 34-30. Yep. I, think, I think Texas yeah. is going to be this fourth team. I would be surprised if Bama gets in over Texas. This reminds me of years ago. There was a Miami-Florida State situation in a BCS title game where I believe Miami had lost to Florida State and they got left out even though they beat them head-to-head. That's like 20-plus years ago. That's what it feels like in this one, but that would be my four. So, th- so we're, we're trying to, we're basically looking at what six teams that are worthy of the top four, right? Yes. Okay. So, as as the fan of the team that is going to have the number one seed, here's how I came up with my top four. Who do I want to play less on a neutral field? Who do I want to play less? So, like at this point, as as big and scary as Georgia is, 
I think Michigan is built to beat Georgia. I think they could beat a Georgia. I think they're built for that kind of game where, okay, so you're going to try to muscle me? Well, that's what I do. So let's see who's the big, who's the bigger bully on the block. So I put them, sadly, at, at six. At Florida State, maybe if everybody's healthy, if Travis, whatever, I, a different story. But I put them at five. I think, I think Michigan could stomp Florida State. I look at, then it's, it's Washington. I think Washington's offense is really exciting, but I think as soon as you take some stuff away from them, they're, they become one-dimensional, you can beat them. Then I get into where it's, I can't leave Texas out because they can run up the score on anybody, and they're beat, they beat Bama, and I'm most afraid of Bama. If I'm a Michigan fan, the team that scares me the most is Alabama right now. Alabama can do it all. They can do everything you can do, and they can probably do it better. They're probably going to have more players in the top, top round of the draft than anybody else again. Maybe Georgia edges them out, but I, Bama scares me the most out of everybody as a Michigan fan. Not that I'm afraid of anything, because go blue, it's Michigan versus everyone. No, 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 but. I get what you're saying. And, like, it's wild. It's so different. It's so unique what I'm talking about with the SEC. Uh, you talked about how Bama's the team you fear the most. Georgia's coming off national championships. Auburn's been in this mix before. LSU's got one of the great teams in my lifetime in college football history. Of how strong this conference has been. Tennessee. Tennessee, for a while, was one of the number one teams in the country yeah. last year. Mississippi State had a run with Dak Prescott. Ole Miss is playing the best it's ever played. Uh, Texas A&M paid $75 million to fire a coach. Like, the SEC is different. And but, why isn't Liberty up here? Is Liberty going to get in? Is Liberty going to do a New Year's Six game because Tulane got knocked off? All these questions are going to be answered 13 and 0. in like less than a half hour here of who's going to be where and what. But I bring back the SEC for this. The SEC is so strong when I'm talking about the hype around the conference and how we view the conference and contenders and teams and everything else that we're having a serious conversation, all three of us here, and hopefully you listening whenever you are, about should there be two teams from the SEC in? Like George, we just kind of wrote George off. Like Georgia's great. Yeah, but like, you just lost. I think Georgia could beat Florida State. I think they. I don't even know yeah. if that's even a strong take. Like, yeah, I think a lot of people believe that. Could Georgia beat Texas neutral field? That would be an awesome game. I would probably lean towards Texas because the quarterback plays a little bit better. I'm but, literally so afraid of Bama. That's the only reason I'm putting Texas in. Because you beat because I can't put in Bama if I don't put in the team to beat them. Yeah, like, but but think about that, like. A true Power 5 conference, we're all kind of on the same page of you could put two teams from the SEC in and no one would blink an eye because they've earned it. It's not like it's been one year, the eight years, like ten years, decade plus of that's how good SEC football is, but that's how strongly we consider the conference, whether it's quarterback play, whether it's the running backs. The best football is put in one conference. They've backed it up, but today might be an historic day when that conference gets left out. And then next year you might have four teams in the SEC. You, in the, uh, you both had Washington 12. too, right? Yeah. So all right. So what if they came out and they said Michigan's one, Washington's two, and then we have called the Pop Tarts and the Cheese It Bowls, and we have asked them if they're willing to let the other two teams play it out to see who will be three and four. <laughs> would anybody? I would have zero issue with that. I would have. And if I'm the Pop Tart and the Cheese It Bowl or the the Fumunda Cheese Bowl or whatever the other one is that's out there, I'm like going, can I? Can I has it? Yes. I, instead of instead of Memphis versus uh, the the Levagas Middle Tennessee School of <laughs> Western Tech, Technology and Medicine, like yes, like how, would any like as as weird as this this year has been in college sports, if they came out and said, you know what, we know the playoffs, the the, the bigger playoffs don't start till next year, but we're gonna dude, we just we look at those four teams and we're like, this is ridiculous. Screw it! We'll have our own playoff. Yeah, no, yeah we're gonna, it, it would be cool, but it we're gonna happen. do an NBA style for the for the final spots. <laughs> I would like that, right? I think it would be like, dude, I, and it's just and just do, go full like pro wrestling commissioner on it. Like we, 
I make the rules. You know, like whatever, just go after it. Because nobody, nobody would have the only thing. The only place that would have a problem with that would be like you know, Liberty getting bounced out of a of a bowl, like whatever. Liberty, all fifteen of your fans can 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 kiss my beanbag. Like I'm, we're going, we're doing this the right way. That would be, I would be, that would be my favorite. I would love that. And then you see Michigan and Washington, like both doing the viewing parties, like they're in the NCAA tournament, like waiting to see who's get, who they're going to face. You like it a little bit. It's next year. That's what we just laid out there is next year, and I think next year is going to be to awesome. a degree. Yeah, to a degree. I think that would be. Listen, that's for me. That's the only fair way to do this because you're right. Florida State deserves to be in. Um, but again, deserves. I, I hate the word deserves. You know my feeling on this. Uh, everyone's created equally. Some are just a little more equal than others. TCU deserved to get in last year. We see how that turned out. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that didn't work out well for me. Um, but it, but again, it's just it's one of those things. Like if I do I do the eye test neutral field. If this team played that team on a neutral field, who who do I think wins? That's how you get my vote. And if and if my vote's wrong, so be it. But I I think in my mind. Michigan can give every one of these teams fits. Washington can score on everyone. Bama can give you a fit and score on you. Like it's like there's it's Bama. Bama could. I would have trouble not putting Bama at one if Michigan wasn't undefeated and didn't just stomp out Ohio State and and a Iowa put twenty six unanswered up on an Iowa team. And think about Bama too. Like they. Barely beat Auburn. They're a fourth down play away from not even being in the conversation. They're a conversation. Like, every team we could probably play that game with. Like, if this didn't happen here, they would be bumped out. If that didn't happen here, this would be bumped out. I want to go back to something that happened last week. I actually hope they screw Bama over. Because Bama is, it's, you heard Urban Meyer before the game last night talk about, oh, we did it with a third-string quarterback talking about Florida State. Bama's got that whole vibe where it's like, we didn't have it figured out in the beginning. We were beating teams because we're better than you. We lost to Texas because we weren't right. Now we're right. Remember last week when we talked about how the odds were changing of what team would win the college football national championship, and Michigan jumped to the best odds on the board or the number one odds, however we want to phrase that. And that's probably still true. Like, we saw this coming kind of a week ago of the shakeup could be in college football of what team is the best. And think about this, like, right now. Now, this can change in the next hour and 45 minutes, but... If you had to walk to the window right now where the kiosk or join us here at Rivers Casino and Resort, the wager you're most likely going to place for a team to win the national championship in the next 30 minutes would be Michigan because of all the chaos we're talking that's about not, right now. That's not true, guys. No? No, because I placed that bet uh, long before the season started. I just saw I went to my DraftKings. Uh, yeah, it was over 10-1 to 1 at that point. So, Wait, Okay, maybe... <laughs> Okay, you're fine then. Your bet's already <laughs> in. But if you had to be forced to take a team, and kind of what my point I'm getting at here is, like, if you think Bama's that good, if you think Georgia's that good, if you think how uh, um, Florida State, what I, you don't know, and if they're even going to get in, if they're even going to get in the playoffs, right? I do think uh, you're right. You're going to let you live. Yeah, I didn't know how to cue the cough. That's there. all right. You can, listen, it's real life. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got to thank uh, RB man. That that uh, I haven't recovered. Uh, vitamin vitamin T. A little too much in there. I needed that. I'm, now I'm up and running. All right, let's do uh, fancy nuggies coming up next. Uh, well, I think I think what we've uh, what we've been able to put into order here is that there is no order. Um, <laughs> Zach likes me more now than he ever has before because I want to put his Bama second, even though no one else will. Um, and that's about it. That's all we know. Also, one other thing to add quick: we will find out all the bowl games today. All the bowl games are announced. If you're a Syracuse fan, you'll find out the New Year Six games. All those fun games that all be announced maybe before we're off the air today. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm super excited. Super super excited. Uh, Fantasy Nuggies coming up next live from Van Slicks inside Rivers Casino and Resort. LeVac Gaz on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. 
You're a winner. You are a winner. You're our winner. For more information about contests on this station, go to foxsports980.com slash rules. How's your money feeling? It's about to feel happier with a certificate from Happy Money's partner, Alliant Credit Union. Elevate and increase your savings with 12-month terms and only a $1,000 minimum. And the happiest part? Alliant certificates yield 5.25% APY annual percentage yields. Now that's a happier side of money. Elevate your savings. Go to happymoney.com slash Alliant. That's A-L-L-I-A-N-T. Funds insured up to 250000 by NCUA. The APY is accurate as of the 11-1-2023 dividend declaration date. Early withdrawal penalties do apply. Fees may reduce earnings on the account. Any monthly withdrawals or transfers reduce earnings. Hey, it's Rachel, and the holiday season has already begun here at WGY, and right now you can donate to the 44th annual Christmas Wish presented by Curtis Lumber. Christmas Wish has been able to help countless children, all thanks to caring WGY listeners like you, and we need your support once again. Donate right now at WGY. WGY.com or on the free iHeartRadio app. And remember to listen live on Friday, December 8th, when we'll be taking your donations all morning long. It's the 44th annual Christmas Wish presented by Curtis Lumber, all holiday season here on WGY. Dell's Cyber Monday event is their biggest sale of the year. Shop limited time deals on laptops like the stylish, innovative XPS 13, engineered to do it all on the Intel Evo platform. Plus, save big on ultra-sharp monitors and top-brand accessories. It's the perfect time to upgrade any home, business, or gaming setup powered by Intel Core processors. Shop now at dell.com slash deals to take advantage of huge savings and free shipping. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. Where is the store? They got your guns and so much more. Upstate. Can you dig it? Who's got your Glocks? And Remington's always in stock. Upstate. Damn right. Best prices in town. And a staff that likes when you come around. Upstate. They won't let you down. They say the store is the best in town. Shut your mouth. But we're talking about Upstate, baby. Then we can dig it. Tired of getting shafted at the big box stores? Then come to Upstate Guns and Ammo because we're not dicks. For the latest in personal protection, from handguns and rifles to self-defense sprays and stun guns, the knowledgeable and friendly experts at Upstate are here to help you find what you need. A huge selection in-store and online at UpstateGunsAndAmmo.com. Plus, in-store sales happening daily. Why shop anywhere else? Upstate Guns and Ammo in Niskayuna, your local source for all your self-defense needs. Give us a call at 370-GUNS. That's 370-G-U-N-S. It's about guys. Don't forget, every Friday we do fantasy versus reality thanks to our good friends at Hooters on Wolf Road. Marketing your calendar a little bit after 4 o'clock, that second segment, the 4 o'clock hour. I give you three plays for the fantasy football weekend. Levesque gives you three wagers for you to win thanks to our friends under the orange roof. I like to say I give winners and then you, you try real hard. It's what? nice what you do there. Uh, don't forget to come by and enjoy great draft beer specials, amazing food specials, and it's a great time to get gift cards over at Hooters on Wolf Road. Thank you so much for fantasy versus reality with Levesque Goss. Hey, it's Levac and Gaz. Gaz, I was over at uh, Stewart's this morning, so I grabbed one of those two for deals. I've got this, uh, my favorite, the orange slice. I grabbed you a grape. Oh, thank you, Levac. C4 has been a part of my day. I love getting my day started right with C4, that extra boost of energy. It tastes good. And if you need something different going on in your life, now's the time to put C4 in your body. Make it happen, Levac. My favorite thing is when somebody goes, what's your favorite? I'm like, C4. Oh, no, but which flavor? C4, all of them. You're going to thank us when you grab yourself a C4 today over at Stewart's. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. 
Visit NoTimeToWait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Hey, it's Joe Gallagher. Great news. Breakfast for Santa is back. Join us Saturday, December 9th from 8 to 11 a.m. at Curtis Lumber in Boston Spa and help us raise money for WGY's Christmas Wish. Your donation will get you a delicious breakfast from Crafted Catering and a chance to meet Santa Claus himself. I'll be broadcasting live from 9 to 10, so come on out and help us help kids this holiday season while creating memories with your own. Breakfast for Santa, Saturday, December 9th from 8 to 11 at Curtis Lumber in Boston Spa. Details at WGY.com slash Christmas Wish. Wednesday, the final GOP debate of the year is on News Nation, America's fastest growing cable news network. Sirius XM's Megyn Kelly, News Nation's Elizabeth Vargas, and the Washington Free Beacon's Eliana Johnson moderate a live primetime event from the University of Alabama as the candidates make their case to America on the only network for all America. The News Nation Republican Primary Debate, live Wednesday, 8 Eastern. To find News Nation on your TV, go to joinnn.com. Fox Sports 980, now on 95.9 FM. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan. Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Live inside Van Slicks here at Rivers Casino and Resort. Starting to fill up a little bit. It was a, it was a little uh, it was a little slow moving when we first got here today, but it's it's a sportsbook heavy day. You know what I mean? I can see it. Um, just getting um, seeing some some X's. Exit tweets, whatever the hell it is. Can we just can we just call it Twitter again, Elon? Can you just stop it? Elon's having a week too, so is he? I mean, he's always he's always up to something crazy. Um, I guess it's the weather's terrible at uh, at the Meadowlands, so keep that in mind while you're making your wagers. Uh, time for some fantasy nuggies, uh, guys. And what do you got that may impact people's fantasy football today? Just two weeks remain. If you are a season long fantasy football player, just two weeks remain in most leagues. Now, some leagues maybe go back to, I call it the old-school format. Remember, week 14 features buys. So if you're in an old-school league, you might be getting ready for the final week of the regular season. Hopefully you've changed that because I don't want bye weeks and playoffs and everything else. But if there's two weeks left for you, playoff pushes on the way, how are you going to manage the roster? Let's start with the most added player so far, according to Yahoo. 52,000 fantasy football managers have added, yes, Brevin Jordan. If you're not familiar with the work of one, Brevin Jordan, he is a tight end for the Houston Texans. He has been told, at least locally, now going to national reports, that he's going to see an elevated workload today now that Dalton Schultz has been ruled out. So if you want to start Brevin Jordan on your fantasy team, potentially battling for a playoff spot, he is the most added player today. The Atlanta Falcon defense taking on the Jets. Yeah. Do you think Brevin was a mistake? Do you think like the mother was like still in pain? They're like, what do you, what do you want your kid? She meant to say Kevin. She's Kevin. Like, do you think it went down like that? I don't, I don't think so. No. <laughs> I hear some of these names, and I'm always because you know Anthony Hardaway. That was because the parents thought that's how you spelled Anthony. I did hear that. Yeah. Story. So it's like, that, yeah. it happens. You know. Uh, I don't know. I that's the first Brevin I can recall. Yeah. I don't know a lot of other Brevins. That's what I'm saying. Like Brevin. <laughs> The second most added is not a second Brevin, but it is the Atlanta Falcons defense. They take on the Jets today. 29,000 people might do the classic stream the defense move. <laughs> They're second, the Falcons. Uh, Will Lutz, kicker for the Broncos in that matchup with the Houston. A lot of points people expecting that Bronco-Texan yeah. game. That's going to be a heck of a game. 
It really is. I think it's so funny. If you told me at the beginning of the season that potentially my second favorite game to watch this weekend was going to be Houston versus Denver, I would have like, yeah, I, I, you know, I did start the day with the tequila shot with the crazy redhead. So who knows? Things can go uh, different directions. But no, it's that 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 stands out to be possibly the second best game of the day. If you're looking for quarterbacks or running backs or maybe the more marquee positions, remember most of these rosters are already set, so you're kind of just. Starting bye week players, a lot of bye weeks in the NFL this week post Thanksgiving and as we get closer and closer to the postseason. So really no marquee names. I know we're going to talk later about some quarterbacks being injured and more, but those are the names to look out for. It's a lot of streaming defense, streaming tight end kickers, the experienced managers looking for that way to build their rosters coming up. Here are some of the actives today. If you've got some of these guys in your roster, make note, Noah Brown going for the Texans, Tank Dell in the lineup. Keenan Allen, if you're a Charger fan, is out there. Hollywood Brown, Brees Hall, and Levac. This one will stay intact. Chris Olave will get the go today for the New Orleans Saints. You and I talked about the impact that game can have in his matchup and more. Olave will go for New Orleans today. I think he's actually going to have a really good game, even though he's injured. It's a really nice matchup for him. Inactives include Randall Cobb, Michael Wilson for the Cardinals, and Malik Willis. What a weird situation that is for the Titans as he's on the roster and was drafted high. Not going to go. Who's um who's filling in as the defensive coordinator for the Commanders now that Jack Del Rio has been been Ooh. kicked? Is it Ron Rivera? I just looked on the Commanders website, and it doesn't seem to have anyone listed uh, as to who it's going to be. I mean, I guess I guess Ron Rivera could could technically do both, um, but it's it do you, like when the offensive coordinator, the quarterback coach, somebody like that is kicked during the week. Sometimes you will see a bump. Like you'll see the Christian Garcia, the interim D B coach, will serve as the defensive coordinator. So the interim D B coach is now the interim defensive coordinator. Twenty nine years old. Good for you, buddy. Yeah. Um do you, is is there a chance the defense steps up today because of the change? No. That Jack Del Rio's voice just wasn't wasn't the right one to lead them? I feel like at 29 years old for Garcia, what a huge chance for him to build a resume though. If you want to be one of these young Coaches, and usually when you think young coach, you think offense, and maybe that's because they get most likely promoted to the head coach position. That's just what's been the trend in the NFL. I think it's less about the defense and more about what Garcia can do scheme-wise and hopefully elevate his career. And the fact that his last name isn't Del Rio. Yes, that's, that's, that's another part, part of it. Right there. Uh, one other thing to add to Patriot fans. Remember, Mac Jones, Macaroni Jones, done, <laughs> bench, stinks. It's now Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi is going to get the start. For the Patriots against the Chargers, that's. I mean, all right. Think it. Think it. Think about this. Like I just jokingly said, like, did you think you were going to be excited about Texans Broncos as the season was going on? Like, the argument of the worst quarterback room this weekend is a strong one because it's 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 Boyle versus Zappy, not not head to head. But I'm saying like, who's who has the worst quarterback? Not situation predicament. This weekend, it's got to be Jets or Pats, right? Pats, Bengals, Patriots, still Patriots. Yeah, Boyle's terrible though. Here's why it's the Patriots because they did it to themselves. New England did it to themselves. New England went into this season thinking we have so much. Joe faith. Flacco is starting this weekend. Guys. Yeah, he is. He is. That's more about injuries though. That's not clear. Yeah, still, yeah, it's true. all injuries. It all starts with injuries. The I mean, he's got a guy like. New York, the Jets, had Rodgers, and they had Wilson, who was a first-round pick. So they thought they had it pretty much set. They had a plan going in. The plan has been bad now, seeing the results of it. Uh, the Bengals, Joe Burrow got hurt. They thought they might be able to piece together with a young rookie from Washington. I think that's still – I'm going to say that's incomplete still. That one I don't 
have an answer quite yet on Cincinnati. Uh, you meant who's the last team you just mentioned there? Joe yeah. Flacco. The Browns have had everybody yeah. get hurt, like everybody from Watson to DTR. Yeah. Uh, PJ Walker, I think, was in the mix at that point too. So they're down their four stringer. Here's the reason why New England's the worst. Because first of all, they believed in Macaroni Jones. They thought Mac Jones would be the guy. He wasn't. But if you have like quarterback thirty, let's just say, if you ranked all the quarterbacks preseason of where you thought your quarterback ranked, and you thought he was thirty, you would think you probably would want quarterback thirty-five or thirty-six on your team. You know, like I'm yeah. just going to, like Gardner Minshew. I'll just toss him out there. Like he's a pretty good backup. Why not just have him there, ready to go? You had a wide receiver. Remember, they ended camp with one quarterback on the roster, and they said we want Bailey Zappi. We think he's the next one. We want Malik Cunningham to change positions and go to wide receiver, and then back the court. They could have stopped this at any opportunity. <laughs> it feels like a bad marriage at this point. Like you knew what you were getting into, and every week you could have made this better. But you decided you're going to be stubborn and let this thing go through. New England has the worst quarterback room in the NFL. All right. So just just to do this, um, Gardner Minshew is starting today. Uh, Will Levis is starting today. Justin Herbert, okay. Bailey Zappi. Uh, Jared Goff. Derek Carr, who just is a garbage quarterback inside the 20. Desmond Ritter is back. Uh, Tim Boyle, possibly Trevor Simeon. Uh, Kyler Murray, we're, we're only two weeks removed from Modern Warfare coming out. Man, there's so many. Kenny Pickett, Baker Mayfield. If you're not fans of those quarterbacks, yeah, so many bad quarterbacks, man. Uh, yeah, Joe Flacco, the return of Joe Flacco, and you know, uh, was it is it Downing? I don't even know who the hell the quarterback is anymore. There's some really bad quarterbacks out there, and then with with the fact that Mac Jones is completely done. I think there's, what, two quarterbacks left from that draft that are still playing? Nice, LeVac. That's exactly right. From that 2021 NFL draft class. And we said earlier in the show, I said earlier in the show, I think this year's quarterback class could again have five quarterbacks going the first round who are highly touted, more experienced. Mac Jones benched. Uh, Mac Jones benched. Trey, Trey Lance, Lance benched, traded. And then Zach Wilson benched. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is, is looking prettier and prettier every week. That it's, it is it's it's crazy, and don't forget bye weeks this week means you get no Josh Allen with the Bills, you get you get no Justin Fields with the Bears, you get no Aiden O'Connell with the Raiders. Come on, right there, Josh Dobbs with the Vikings, and Tommy DeVito with the Giants. Oh, think about this, <laughs> Lamar like, Jackson with the Ravens. If you were just somebody who started following the NFL this year, and we gave you the headlines and the scripts of somebody. The guy who was Mr. Irrelevant is like one of the best starters. This yeah. Week. Yep. You know, the second well, it, rounder, it's a yeah. total have and have not situation with quarterback. And it probably is every year. But every year you feel like a team like at least kind of likes the guy they're going with. Or or you can at least apply the word bridge quarterback. Like Timmy t- uh, Bridgewater. You had, these guys are like bridge quarterbacks. Like I'm going to keep Tyrod Taylor around because he can get me where I need to be and I don't pay a ton for him. But, like, you, there, there was a point in this season – where you had Bajan, who wasn't even drafted, DeVito, not drafted. You know, you had so many undrafted free agents starting quarterbacks in this league, and then a bunch of dudes who were never supposed to start, and you, and you said it, Mr. Irrelevant is out there slinging it, looking great in, Can- in San Francisco. It's not Kansas City. I just looked up and saw Patrick Mahomes. Um, it's just insane to me like how how good some teams' quarterbacks are and how terrible other teams' quarterbacks are. And you almost want to look at like what you have, like like you know you've got Baker Mayfield as a Bucks. Aiden O'Connell, I'm watching this kid get better every year, every week. Like I, I need him to either get so good that the Raiders don't worry about drafting a quarterback next year, or or fall off the face of the earth so they have to. 
Because otherwise, you're stuck with Tommy DeVito. The constant, the constant question that's going to happen for all these NFL teams for Ford is you put a lot of money into the star quarterback, whether it's $200 million, whether it's $100 million, and how do you manage the cap after that? Are you going to have, we'll play the game again, let's say you're quarterback 35. If the 35th best quarterback is your backup, are you going to pay him a million dollars a game to watch from the sidelines? Are you going to pay him a little bit? Can you feel like the value, if he doesn't get on the field, is zero, but you need a defensive end? Like This is the hard part about the NFL, that you see why the quarterback position is the most important, because if things go wrong, it completely changes everything. And you know what? It actually brings up a second point here, and I hope I stop asking this question very soon. I'm done asking it. But th- this is like pretty deep into the season for bye weeks. Like A ton of teams have bye weeks this week. Next week, you look at week 14, we're going to have more bye weeks coming up. The Cardinals and Commanders are in a bye week, and then we kind of roll into it. Do you like this idea that this deep into the season with really start looking at the playoffs and everything else that teams are just not playing? Can the NFL change something like this? Because we're dealing with injuries and bye weeks, or Maybe I just answered my own question out loud. The bye week's benefiting some teams because of oh, the injuries. That's what I'm saying. If I'm Buffalo, Baltimore, even Minnesota right now, you know how thrilled I am to be sitting back, licking my wounds real quick, watch everybody else kind of fight it out for a week, and then get ready to just go storming down the stretch. Absolutely. Like the Raiders. I'd love to say the Raiders are looking to do that too, but I think realistically speaking, the Raiders, the Raiders, the Bears – and the Vikings even, maybe maybe the Giants. It's not about what's happening this year. It's about who's gonna who can prove they're good enough to be here for next year. And for the Raiders, that's coaching staff, quarterback. That's you know, will will Josh Jacobs finally get the deal he should have got last year? Will, will all these things happen? But like, yeah, if you're the if you're the Ravens right now and you can take a week off of just I mean, that punishing style of football they play, get nice and healthy, and then get ready to get right back after it, how do you how do you not love that if you're them? I mean I'm sure. I'm sure everybody who likes other teams, not a huge fan of what's of, of them getting rest right now. But if I'm the Ravens, I'm loving life right now, and I'm if I'm the Rams, I'm real concerned about next week. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna look ahead a little bit because now, all right. So I take a week off. I rest after after beating the Chargers. Then I'm hosting the Rams. I'm at the Jags, at the Niners. I finish the season hosting the Dolphins and the Steelers. And I'm and I'm probably full healthy, or at least as close as you can get at this point in the season. I get, if I'm the if I'm the Ravens, I'm loving life right now. Uh, all right, so coming up, we're going to break down the one o'clock games. So we're going to use our number straight from uh, Bat Rivers because, of course, we're hanging out here at Rivers Casino and Resort, where you can use the kiosk to make the wagers. Maybe you like to talk to the person at the window. I'm always like, I'm afraid to get unit shamed at the window. What do you mean? Because well, I just like go to the window. Like there's some games, I, there's some games I just want, like I'm gonna I know I'm gonna watch this game. So I feel like ten bucks on it, but then when I'm at the kiosk, maybe it's a game where I'm like, I don't want them to think I'm crazy. Then I'm putting like two bills on something that they think is crazy. I'm all over the place with my with what I what I play and how I play it. But like, if you, if you're like me, you got the kiosk, and if you're like a normal human being, maybe you want to you know interact with the window. You got that. You can still bet the ponies here. It's all going on. It's amazing. Whatever you're into, this is the place for you. The crew at the window wants to help you. Don't always feel yeah. like you're getting unit shame. They have. Sometimes you just got a question about a game online. Some people want to wager on something on a Friday and it's different on a Sunday. They're there to help you. And don't forget about your second chance parlay as well. All the great things. Want to find more out about that, check it out on social media. But if maybe you've got a ticket you lost today, ask around to the friendly staff here at Rivers Casino Resort right here in the Sportsbook, and they'll tell you more about the second chance opportunity. Your losses can turn into wins. And, like you, you know, I like your point about the window, too, where – 
you know, hey, I heard LeVac talking about teasers, and I still don't get it. What is, how do I, how do I, here's four teams, how do I do a teaser on that? And they'll, they'll help you. They're good like that. All right, 1 o'clock window. We break it down. Wager style. Next, live from Van Slick's inside Rivers Casino and Resort, Slovak and Gaza, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Hey, it's Doug. The holiday season's already begun here at WGY. Right now, you can donate to our 44th annual Christmas Wish presented by Curtis Lumber. Christmas Wish has been able to help countless children thanks to caring WGY listeners like you. Right now, you can donate by heading to WGY.com or the iHeartRadio app. And don't forget... Listen on Friday, December 8th for our annual live show where we take calls with your charitable donation all morning. It's the 44th annual Christmas Wish, thanks to Curtis Lumber on WGY. Lowe's knows how to save pros time and money. Right now, get up to 40% off vanities. And there's more. Get up to 50% off select tools and accessories from trusted top brands like DeWalt and Craftsman. Visit us in-store or online for more deals you can't beat. Because Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. About 11.30 through 12.6. While supplies last, selection varies by location. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath. Fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Kick off the football action with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips... Every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line prop, parlay, and same game parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. BetMGM.com for T's and C's. 21 plus to wager. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Missouri, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny 467 369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Enjoy the magical sights and sounds of the Holiday Lighted Nights drive through Holiday Light Experience at the Washington County Fairgrounds in Greenwich, New York, November 24th through December 30th. Amazing holiday light displays, Santa, holiday refreshments including kettle corn, hot cider, hot cocoa, and fudge, plus wagon rides, a holiday market for shopping, and more. Remember to bring a can of soup and help support the comfort food community in Greenwich. For tickets and info, visit WashingtonCountyFair.com and click Holiday Lighted Nights. 
Hey, it's Joe Gallagher. Great news. Breakfast with Santa is back. Join us Saturday, December 9th from 8 to 11 a.m. at Curtis Lumber in Boston Spa and help us raise money for WGY's Christmas Wish. Your donation will get you a delicious breakfast from Crafted Catering and a chance to meet Santa Claus himself. I'll be broadcasting live from 9 to 10. So come on out and help us help kids this holiday season while creating memories with your own. Breakfast with Santa, Saturday, December 9th from 8 to 11 at Curtis Lumber in Boston Spa. Details at WGY.com slash Christmas Wish. Portions of the following program were pre-recorded. Fox Sports 980, now on 95.9 FM. WOFX Troy, WGY FM HD2 Albany, W240 EC Albany, Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Hanging out live inside Van Slicks at Rivers Casino and Resorts. Um... Are they the selection starting now? Is that what I'm seeing? I, I'm, I know it's not any TVs in here. It is. We got two, we got two oh, TVs. There. So if you're in, I call it the rear of the sports book. You'll see it <laughs> up here. Now, traditionally, we were just talking in between breaks here. Traditionally, the college football playoff show has went to the reveal of the top four later in the show. So like, if you follow March Madness and you love the NCAA tournament, there was the one year they finally held it back for like a half hour and everyone freaked out and they had a bracket <laughs> leak. So usually the heat is not on the four-letter network when they reveal it because most years we know. Like I think there was really just truly one year, maybe two, who was going to be the fourth and fifth team, maybe more so about the rankings. I'm curious if they hang on to this or get it right out of the games, but no official reveal yet. Uh, you Albany stepping up their, uh, their, their Twitter game, taking the, um, an old Simpsons cartoon where Homer throws a rock and knocks out a giant spider, putting the Great Dane face over Homer. And uh, tweeting that out, I just shared it at the Jeff LeVac. All right, let's go ahead and start working on this 1 o'clock slate. Um, I just keep seeing a bunch of, like, Michigan tweets. I'm like, wait, is that new? Is that is that new news? What are we looking at? Um, all right, <clears throat> let's get into it. Here we go, 1 o'clock slate. I'm actually going to start with the Jets just because, well, they're the only New York team that had the uh, courtesy to play this weekend. So the Jets are home. They are getting two points from the Atlanta Falcons with a total of 33. Weather is uh, is not great. In the Meadowlands, it's windy, it is rainy. But, guys, i got to tell you, 33 feels like an overcorrection from where I'm sitting. Um, I I want so badly to say, oh, you know what, the Falcons minus two makes a ton of sense, or the Jets plus two makes a ton of sense because Aaron Rodgers is at practice, which means the quarterbacks are going to play a little bit better. But I really, I think if you're taking a side, you got to take the Falcons. They're the better, more talented team. Maybe not as well coached, who knows. Um, but if you're taking the total... Everything screams under. I'm probably going to go over just because I think it's an overcorrection. I like how you just kind of laid out that game, but like a Subway sub or a fresh sub, whatever type of sub you like. Levac just kind of slipped in there between the meats and the cheeses of Aaron Rodgers was at practice so the quarterbacks will play yeah. better. Like as if that's a fact of the game. Well, it's, listen, look at, this, look at the data we have, right? When he's been at practice... Zach Wilson has played better in the games. Is that a, is that a, is that a stat? I it's real though. You've seen it. Like, you've seen it. When I've seen Zach around. Wilson be stinky. Is what he I've stink. Seen. He's he's he like he stinks less when when he's. But I don't know if Tim Boyle stinks less. Tim Boyle just stinks. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> what's what scent do you like less, Boyle or Wilson? I will take the Falcons. Okay. I usually don't like wagering on the Falcons because Chargers and also almost stinky. the Titans. Yeah, it, it's just a hard team to always figure out, and that's 
how it's been for maybe the history of the franchise. But I've sworn off the Jets after that nonsense on the Black Friday game last week where I felt so good about that 9.5. And, and honestly, that throw at the end of the first half changed that game completely. They were doing okay. They were doing great. They were doing fine. They were going to pass the test. C's get degrees. It was where the Jets were heading for in that Black Friday game. And then they didn't. I'm not betting on the Jets anymore. They're very bad. Give me Atlanta. See, that's you got. Here's here's the problem with what you're doing. They stink. You're letting your heart get in the way of your head, right? Just not betting the Jets because you've had a bad experience with the Jets is not the way it works. If the, if the Jets are the play, they're the play. So if you look at this game, remove the names. Is the plus two the play or is the minus two the play? Atlanta is the play. Okay. Minus two. Robinson's the best player on the field, and if I have to concede on. Washing away my biases, I'd usually take the best player on the field, and I'll take Robinson to get in the end zone, which the Jets will struggle to do. I think I I might I might play with the over Ugh. in the pouring rain with bad yeah. quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Brees Hall, Brees John Robinson. We could see these teams just just start running the football and have some fun out there. I think it, it could be like that scene in uh, um, Longest Yard Two, the remake there, when it's rainy and uh, you know everybody's running all over, having a blast, scoring touchdowns. That's what that's what I'm, I'm calling for. That number approaches Iowa territory. Yeah, yeah, it's it's an overcorrection. That's what I'm going with. I'm not going to put anything real on it, but it's there. All right, going on to the Arizona Cardinals. They travel to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Steelers are a six point favorite. Totals forty one. Gaz, who you got? I don't want to reveal our picks quite yet for the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge, but a lot of action on a random Cardinal-Steeler game, which I was surprised by. Pittsburgh is my play here. Will Kenny Pickett get better? Like, if that statement alone could actually <laughs> potentially make the Steelers a playoff team, a division championship might be too big of a stretch, but if Kenny Pickett's just a little bit better... The Steelers can be a true team that can at least make some noise here in December about reshifting the AFC. I will take Pittsburgh. Arizona is so excited to be done with the season and redo their entire roster and everything else. I was just watching this uh, this gentleman who's here about the ponies. He um, he clearly dropped all his notes and he couldn't find them. I was trying to wave to him where they were. It's a very awkward scene. Um, Under his foot. No, it was under another guy's foot. Um, all right. It's, it's really awkward. <laughs> I didn't know whose notes no, those yeah. were. That was actually yeah. way more. And even then, he like, he like, he's going to go back and get those notes because he, he needs them. I can see it. Oh, he's, man. he's scattered now. He's shook. Uh, all right. So, wait, who did you take? I took the Pittsburgh Steelers. Six is a big number. I'll take the Cardinals. I think this is a field goal game. Um, the, the Steelers are better, but Kyler Murray is such an X factor. He really, really is. He goes out there, starts running around crazy. I love the old line. Like uh, he runs around like the football, like your little kid with a remote when you want to change the channel of TV. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll go Steelers to to win, Cardinals to cover in that one. Staying in the one o'clock window, Chargers travel to New England to take on the Patriots in what could be the hottest seat game of all time. Chargers are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Total is 39. I take every team against the Chargers. Can I take the Patriots against the Chargers? <sighs> you know what this is? Chargers win. Chargers cover. Brandon Staley has the nerve to come out and say his defense played well, even though it's against a garbage team. Give me the Chargers. Again, don't... This is one of the haves and the have-nots today. There are games that I absolutely love today, and there are games that I wouldn't bet with a gun to my head. <laughs> this is just how the schedule's laid out this week. This is just how it's gone, especially with us talking about the 1 o'clock window. We just gave you the Jets, the Cardinals, <laughs> and the Patriots. 
All those teams are very similar in the sense that their offense is terrible, their quarterbacks cannot move the football down the field, and at times they're difficult to watch. But if you want to make that a little bit easier, wager on the game and come here to Rivers Casino and Resort and have some action on the game. Uh, what I would say about Chargers Patriots in the past, if I was wagering on this game in like 2021, is what we talked about a little earlier in the year. Like, hey, Belichick's had success against uh, the best weapon on your offense, rookie quarterbacks, bad head coaches. A lot of the storylines Belichick has followed and hit in his career. Not so much in 2023. <laughs> That's so fast, my friend. Yeah, all those things we know Belichick's good at hasn't happened. I will go against the trend here, and I will take the Chargers. They have the better quarterback, the better running back, well, wide receiver. Yeah, you take, take away Aust- Austin Eckler. Well, then, you know, I still have a quarterback who can throw. You take away the quarterback, I got Austin Eckler. So, yeah, I'm with you. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump in. No, but... no, no, I will take the Chargers. I just, again, the Patriots, I'm going to wager on Bailey Zappi, and I was just making fun about that line about how low it was for the Jets. Uh, the Patriots I is under 42. Under yeah, I, I would, would take, too. 39 feels like a lot, a lot, a lot of points for this game. Um, even though, like, it could, I could see it being, what, 24 14, something like that. You're still under, but it's it's just, I feel like you're going to have some crooked numbers, too. Like, I feel like New England's going to end with, like, like, 12 points, something like that. Okay, so I'm glad you said the crooked number thing because, again, not to reveal his picks, but Cantera on his wagers, some of his plays today would have been different yesterday. And what I mean by that okay. is there's some half points, there's some numbers that have moved. Yeah. So I gave him when he locked it in yesterday. Let's say, for instance, you're listening to the show for the first time. When you talk about crooked numbers and the line's moving, is this a day you buy a half point, get you know away me, from I always the hook? Tease. You know I tease. Yeah. I tease a six-and-a-half-point uh, teaser every every week for this. You know what I would like to start doing since it's for charity, even though it could hurt me in the long run? Whatever's the better number for him, give it to him from here on out. If you have to okay. buy it to get it where it belongs, great. If you want me to step in and, and do that on Sundays, it's fine. Because that way it's for charity. The C4 Smart Money Challenge is for charity. For the kids. Yeah. It's for, well, his his are for, I think, for cats, actually. Um, is he Orange Street Cats right now? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, mine, mine are more for kids. But uh, yours are for kids. Um, Quinn's are for everybody. Can't tear it for cats. Um, so, th- so there you go. Yeah, let's give him whatever the better number is okay. at, at, at game time. I'm not doing that today because already Yeah, it's already done, right. I was, just, I was just thinking about it while you said it. Let's Because if it wasn't for charity, if it was all bragging rights, I would, um, I'd be a lot stingier with this, but let's raise as much money as humanly possible. Plus, I'm going to win anyway. Uh, all right, let's continue on with this 1 o'clock window live from Van Slicks. you got the Detroit Lions at New Orleans Saints. Guys, if you like the home team Saints, which I know you hate them, you are getting four points with a total of 48. This cannot happen again to me. This cannot happen again to me. This oh, is, is going to happen. What is it? This is a game on Friday I loved. I loved the over in Saints-Lions. We talked about it in fantasy versus reality. I think Chris Olave's got a great matchup. I loved that over. I went to the window. It is not on my C4 Smart Energy Bankroll <laughs> Challenge. I backed off of it. I look at both of these teams and wonder, is Carr, look, is Derek Carr good enough to continue to have this offense moving the way it should be? Jared Goff has been way better in Detroit than even he was for the Rams, and he got the Rams to the Super Bowl. He's really good. But eventually, is Dan Campbell, we've seen the Lions lay some stinkers. If I had to take anything in this game, I would take the over, still not as confident as I was two days ago, and I would take Detroit here, minus four. I have not taken the Saints a lot since November. I thought they'd be so much better. A lot more inconsistencies for the Saints and the Lions. I'll take another favorite here. I'll take the over, but I like that play better than taking the Saints. The Zach Pack is leaving. There they go. <clears throat> Waved. Um, all right. Do you ever, you, you remember it was like, 
crappy like '80s TV series, all those, and like any movie where the quarterback drops back to pass, he's great the whole time, and then like all of a sudden somebody's got like the laser pointer in his eye, or they have a button that makes his helmet like whatever, and he just looks completely inept all of a sudden. Yes, that's Derek Carr when he gets inside the red zone. He he goes from a decent QB to absolute trash, and it happens with the quickness. So I I, I have a lot of a lot of trouble taking New Orleans. New Orleans with points, I like. Lions over four, laying over three, I don't care for it. I feel like the Lions are a field goal team this year. I don't. There's something about them where they don't quite seem to um, finish the fight. You know what I mean? They, they they'll let you stay alive as long as you as long as humanly possible, and that's that's no good for us with what we're trying to get done here. I will take the Saints. I'll take the points, but I love the over. I'm with you on the over. I think that there will be enough points scored. Every Lions game seems to come down to the wire. Give me the total on that one. Continuing on the one o'clock window, the Indianapolis Colts travel to Tennessee to take on the Titans. Colts are a one point favorite. Total is forty two. I have I have waffled on this game. No Jonathan Taylor. You would think would mean you know fade the Colts, but, but Moss can run. Minshew's good. Will Levis. We see this all the time. These young quarterbacks come out. They look really good, and then defensive coordinators get some tape and they shut them down. I'll take the Colts um, I, again. I think it's I think it could actually end up being a very fun game. But give me the Colts. Divisional game. Home team getting points. You mentioned a lot of the injuries there. I love the Titans today. It is one of my favorite plays of the day. Absolutely love Tennessee in this game because eventually the injuries catch up to Indianapolis. I love this matchup. Tennessee is the play for me. Go Titans, go. <laughs> go Titans, go. That's all I got. That's go, right. Go Teen Titans? Yes. Right. Um, all right. Um, <laughs> I just I don't know why that I know, I don't know why that tickled me. You know why it tickled you because you're not used to someone feeling that confident. Yeah, that locked in on uh, a game involving the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, and the Colts this year. Uh, all right, Denver Broncos to Houston Texans. This is uh, this is one of my favorite games of the day. Actually, Texans are a three and a half point favorite. The total is forty seven. Guys, who you got? Oh man, this game back and forth every week. What is this, like the fifth week in a row we talk about how exciting the Houston Texan game is going to be? This is lining up to be one of the best games of the week. I'm totally with you on this, that I'm going to take Denver, though. I'm going to take Denver in this matchup, a more experienced quarterback in Russell Wilson, even though C.J. Stroud's been great, but they're one of the hottest teams like the Texans. I will take the experience over youth in a big game here in December. Give me another great fourth-quarter finish. Give me Scott Hansen losing his mind. Give me <laughs> C.J. Stroud with the ball late. That Fourth quarter comeback doesn't happen again. Denver wins this one. You know, I, I I can't I can't disagree with you, buddy. I think like there's certain times you got to plug your nose and just go with the wager that that makes sense whether you like it or not. The the fan friendly version of this is Houston wins. CJ Stroud's fun to watch. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's finally gets his chance to be a head coach and it looks really really good. Houston is light years ahead of where they should be right now because of those two dudes. But Denver just. They they figured it out. They read the ship. Sean Payton has got to be one of the favorites for coach of the year. Uh, Russell Wilson should probably be comeback player of the year right now. What is coming through? Is that mine? Something's getting picked up through the. That's pretty cool. I've All never right, heard that. That's new. That's new. That's a new thing. Uh, oh, it's my computer. Oh, okay. No, it wasn't. Nope, something's coming through. All right, but that's yeah, all right. We'll keep we'll going. Find it. Uh, 1 o'clock game. The, uh, the the final game of the 1 o'clock is going to be the Miami Dolphins at the Washington Commanders. The Dolphins are now an 8.5-point favorite. That has come down a little bit. Total 49.5. Points, points, give me points. I very, 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 very much like... 
the over in this game of 49.5. I think the Dolphins win this thing, but 8.5 points just seems weird on the road. And it didn't look like the weather was fantastic in Washington. So uh, give me, again, I'm going to take the over. Guys, if you uh, if you want the home team, you're getting 8.5. If you want the road team, you are, you are laying 8.5. Give me the Dolphins in this matchup. Watch Hard Knocks. I'm becoming more and more of a fan of yeah, this franchise. Yeah, sit down and watch cool. that. Sometimes with Miami Dolphins, when you're wagering on a team like the Dolphins, you just got to hope for the big play sometimes, and you can eventually cash your bet because of that and everything else. Miami is my play here. I will go with the Dolphins. This feels like, I know last week was a historic week when it came to favorites hitting in the NFL. This feels like another favorite heavy week, and with a defensive coordinator who's in his 20s going against this offense, yeah, uh, that's Miami all day. That over-under is very interesting. You said you had it at 49-and-a-half, the over-under? Yes, sir. Yeah, Bad Rivers. Boy, when I see 49-and-a-half with Dolphins. No, no, no. Let's not, not get too crazy. Dolphins is the play there. All right. There it is. That's the 1 o'clock window. Um, a buddy of mine just showed me a bet slip. He's got he's got five large on the line to bring home 25 large. Whoa. That's I'm a, Wow. I don't Ooh. have that kind of cash, but I, I'd love to swim in those waters. Wait, wait. What was his wager? It, I saw I, – I, I almost passed out when I saw the numbers. Uh, he's got Tyree Kill scoring a touchdown, and then I have to look at the other thing. Is I'll ask oh, gosh, him. Man. I'll send him a text and ask him what it was again. Um, all right, there you go. That's the one o'clock window. Four o'clock window. Uh, we'll break that down. Remember, it's uh, it's it's a shorter week this week because of all the bye weeks. But uh, we'll give you those four o'clock games, the Sunday night game, and the Monday night game live from Van Slicks inside Rivers Casino Resort. That's next. Levac Goss, Fox Sports Radio, ninety-five nine and nine eighty. Hey, it's Rachel, and the holiday season has already begun here at WGY, and right now you can donate to the 44th Annual Christmas Wish presented by Curtis Lumber. Christmas Wish has been able to help countless children, all thanks to caring WGY listeners like you, and we need your support once again. Donate right now at WGY.com or on the free iHeartRadio app. And remember to listen live on Friday, December 8th, when we'll be taking your donations all morning long. It's the 44th Annual Christmas Wish presented by Curtis Lumber, all holiday season here on WGY. How's your money feeling? It's about to feel happier with a certificate from Happy Money's partner, Alliant Credit Union. Elevate and increase your savings with 12-month terms and only a $1,000 minimum. And the happiest part? Alliant certificates yield 5.25% APY annual percentage yield. Now that's a happier side of money. Elevate your savings. Go to happymoney.com slash Alliant. That's A-L-L-I-A-N-T. Funds insured up to 250000 by NCUA. The APY is accurate as of the 11-1-2023 dividend declaration date. Early withdrawal penalties do apply. Fees may reduce earnings on the account. Any monthly withdrawals or transfers reduce earnings. Dell's Cyber Monday event is their biggest sale of the year. Shop limited time deals on laptops like the stylish, innovative XPS 13, engineered to do it all on the Intel Evo platform. Plus, save big on ultra-sharp monitors and top-brand accessories. It's the perfect time to upgrade any home, business, or gaming setup powered by Intel Core processors. Shop now at dell.com slash deals to take advantage of huge savings and free shipping. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. Hey, it's LeVac and Guys. Guys, I, I like spending the holidays in pairs or better. Can we go to Hooters? Yes, we can, LeVac. Happy holidays. Friday, December 22nd, our final show of 2023. Out live on location under the orange roof. Come celebrate the holidays with us. Food, beer, drink, sports, and a little bit of holiday spirit. Ho, ho, hot wings, my friend. It's going to be a great time. Make sure you join us at Hooters Friday, December 22nd, starting at 3 o'clock. LeVac and Guys, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 9.8. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. 
My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Hey, it's Joe Gallagher. Great news. Breakfast for Santa is back. Join us Saturday, December 9th from 8 to 11 a.m. at Curtis Lumber in Boston Spa and help us raise money for WGY's Christmas Wish. Your donation will get you a delicious breakfast from Crafted Catering and a chance to meet Santa Claus himself. I'll be broadcasting live from 9 to 10. So come on out and help us help kids this holiday season while creating memories with your own. Breakfast for Santa, Saturday, December 9th from 8 to 11 at Curtis Lumber in Boston Spa. Details at WGY.com slash Christmas Wish. Wednesday, the final GOP debate of the year is on News Nation, America's fastest growing cable news network. Sirius XM's Megyn Kelly, News Nation's Elizabeth Vargas, and the Washington Free Beacon's Eliana Johnson moderate a live primetime event from the University of Alabama as the candidates make their case to America on the only network for all America. The News Nation Republican primary debate, live Wednesday, 8 Eastern. To find News Nation on your TV, go to joinnn.com. Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Waiting patiently to see uh, where the college football playoffs sort out. Uh, we'll have uh, Zach Harris on with us a little bit. He'll give us the where we're at. But let's get on to these, uh, the rest of these games. Four o'clock window in the NFL. You've got the Carolina Panthers who are traveling to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're live here at Rivers inside Van Slicks. Uh, Gaz, I forget who's up, so you're up. Uh, if you like your Buccaneers, you're laying three and a half. The total is 37 points. I like the over a lot in this game. The Buccaneer over has been a lot of fun to play the last few weeks because Mike Evans has had such a great season. So many people thought that Evans was already done with Tampa, that he was going to get traded at some point because the Buccaneers were scheduled to struggle this season, but he's been good. White's been a surprise in the backfield. The offense has played well. It'd be nice if the record was 7-4 and four or 11-0 and oh instead of 4-7. and seven. Give me the over in this game, but I'm taking Tampa in a divisional game against Carolina. I think Bryce Young does play well, though, because they need him to play well. David Tepper's dumb, the owner of that team. Tampa wins over, and they cover all day Buccaneers. I, I, I hate this game. It's another game I hate because I'm going to watch it because for a lot of things you just you spoke about, Tampa Bay Three, I'm all in. I feel like worst-case scenario, I push. Three and a half feels like this is one of those games that you're sitting there at the end hoping and praying that Tampa like does something to score, but it's, it, it stays at three. You're stuck at three for like the entire fourth quarter. Um, I'll also take Tampa. I don't feel great about it. I, I would love this to be a smaller number. If I was going to wager it, I would bet it down to like two and a half. Um, the total is way low. It scares me as well. I'm glad you're confident about the over, uh, but I, I would definitely – uh, I would I would avoid at all costs, but Tampa since we're forced to pick. I, this is a game I do like. All right, so here you go. L.A. Rams are hosting Cleveland Browns. Rams are a four-point favorite. The total is 39.5. The Rams were built to beat teams like the Browns. Very good defense, but subpar quarterbacking. I think Joe Flacco is a fun story. Woo! Uh, I, I miss I miss the uh, unibrow. I miss all that about him, but uh, he's, he's not. I can't bet on him. Give me the Rams. I'll lay the four. Bama's uh, in. All right, Zach, give us the top four there before I get the uh, pick here. Lay us on the top four of what you just saw there for the reveal for the committee. So we got Michigan 1, Washington 2, Texas 3, Bama 4, Florida State 5, Georgia 6. Okay. Okay, so 
my 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 participants were right. My order was wrong. I think that was pretty close to what you predicted. Correct. That's Zach? exactly what I predicted. There you go. I am shocked that they left Florida State out. They got some shocked. balls. Let's go, man. To think that they have a power five team that is a traditional power. They want. Yeah, I don't want to get into some conspiracies here, but I believe they thought Louisville was going to win that game last night. They really did. They must have thought, hey, Florida State with a third-string quarterback who's a freshman is going to lose to Louisville. We don't have to worry about this. To leave an undefeated Power 5 conference team who's won national championships. I believe the stat is that three times Florida State's gone undefeated in the history of the program. Three times they had Heisman Trophy winners that same season, and three times they won the national championship. Charlie Ward, Chris Winkie, Jameis Winston. And they're not in. Boy, it's going to be wild in Tallahassee finding out that they're not going to the playoffs. The only thing that sucks about Bama being four, I think the best game is going to happen between Bama and Michigan. This is going to feel a lot like Michigan-Ohio State, you know, playing the week before the Big Ten Championship. I think whoever wins that game will stomp the daylights out of the other two teams, even though Texas has beat Bama before. If you look at Florida State, too, of what they've done this season, the ACC as a conference hurt them because it was so down this season. And you can look at Florida State's overall resume and say nothing on Florida State's resume is better than anything of Bama beating Georgia, Bama beating Old Miss. They did it. I'm shocked they actually pulled that off. That is well, shocking the, to me. The excuse of the quarterback. That's what they used. The excuse of the quarterback is what they used. And, and that's okay. It's, the, it's the, the cheap way out. They won't be able to do it as easily next year. Uh, guys, who you got, Rams or Browns? I'm leaning towards the Rams in this one. Joe Flacco might have some big plays and still have something left in that arm. But oh, the arm is fine. Oh yeah, the rest know, of them. Mm. exactly. Just don't even. Do you even know the place, Joe Flacco? No. Are you even sure? Just go Joe, deep. I'll just throw the ball. I'm, I'm elite. Too much in favor of the Rams. I will take LA in that matchup. All right, uh, the final game in the four o'clock window. The Sanford. This is the best game of the week. This is the uh, NFC title rematch, NFC title preview. The San Francisco 49ers are three-point favorites when they head to the Illadelph, taking on the Eagles in Philadelphia, a total of 47 points. Guys, who you got? Uh, you know what? I know who I have in this game, but there is an Eagles fan back in studio. Zach Harris, I hope this isn't one of your plays. What is your thoughts? What are your thoughts on this game here involving your Eagles and 49ers? So every single week, the Eagles just find a way to win, but they haven't faced a team that's offensively juggernauted like the Niners. They all struggled. The Bills struggled. The Chiefs struggled. This Niners team has so many weapons from head to toe on the offensive side of the ball. I just feel like the Eagles defense needs to put up one of those premier games that we just have not seen from them this year. Their secondary is just quite awful this year so i think the niners are going to be able to handle the eagles and i don't like saying that no i think i think you make a great point i really do i think it's a the this a regular season match between these two teams they can say whatever they want it means more to the 49ers than it does to the eagles when they meet in the playoffs which hopefully they do it could be a very very different game but since you punted i'm going to jump in now guys you big wimp and i'm going to tell you the niners minus three is the play today uh, I think we're going three for three here. I love the 49ers to play. I think San Francisco is just a better team now than Philadelphia for the moves that they made at the deadline. Here's the only thing that gives me a little hesitation about San Francisco today. I've loved this place as it came out. My hesitation is that because of the schedule, San Francisco is now playing their third game in 13 days. Third game in the NFL in 13 days, and that third opponent's the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly. San Francisco's better. But, boy, I hope the Niners aren't more banged up 
than people realize that it costs them this game today. But I will take San Francisco. They're All better. Right. That's the end of the uh, 4 o'clock windows. On to tonight's game. This this actually is, is set up to be a pretty fun game as well. Kansas State Chiefs travel to Green Bay to take on the Packers. Chiefs are a five-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Total of 43. Guys, since you punted last time, why don't you go ahead and lead this time. You like the Chiefs, you like the Packers? I like the Packers to cover. I like the Chiefs to win. There have been so many primetime games involving the Chiefs, and rightfully so, even though they're flexed out of one coming up later on this month involving the Patriots. I think it's less Mahomes and more Mac Jones. They've had so many primetime games where it feels feels like they don't cover. Like they don't. They win. They keep it close. It's entertaining, but they don't cover. Whether it was the most recent one with the dropped pass, whether it was the Mahomes sliding at the two-yard line against the Jets, I'm not taking the points with the Chiefs. They win the game. Green Bay, and especially Jordan Love, keep it close. Give me Packers to cover. I don't know that this has happened ever, to be honest with you. I agree with you 1,000%. I think that's exactly how this game plays out. Uh, Kansas City is not a big blowout team. They don't blow people out. They just don't do it. They find ways to win, and they get it done. Mahomes leads them on victories. The Packers are better than we thought they were. Jordan Love looks like he's starting to put it together. Spagnuolo's going to do enough to keep him from you know, winning the game for Green Bay. But, yeah, five and a half is too much. It, it is coming down as well. It was at six and a half at one point. So there's some money moving towards the, the pack, which, again, just – kind of strengthens what we're already talking about. If I'm taking the uh, the spread, I'm taking the Packers plus five and a half. If I'm money line, I'm, uh, I'm laying that uh, minus 230 with the Chiefs. Final game of the week is Monday night football. This one looks so much sexier before the injury. Cincinnati Bengals at Jacksonville Jaguars. The total is minus 10. I'm sorry, minus 10 is what the Jags are laying. Total is 39. Uh, this is the Jags all day. I'm sorry. This, I, you know, even with Joe Burrow, I don't think this is the Bengals team we expected to see. I think that the the Jags get this one done. They get it done. They make a statement. I'm thinking like a like a 27-10 game. It's weird when you have this talked about the professional ranks because we let off the show talking about you Albany football and how historic this weekend was. The win at home, going on to the Elite Eight. And when you have a college program that's building or changing, and I'm sure we'll talk more about changes in the college landscape, maybe even as soon as before we get off the show today and even into the future, I want to celebrate that stuff because people are moving in a positive direction. It feels like Jacksonville always is like put in a different category. Like even when we talk about the Jags in the past, you'd be like, you know, what's the least popular team besides Jacksonville? And you know, what team do you want to see on primetime besides Jacksonville? Do you know the Jags are the only team in the NFL who's never played on Thanksgiving? I believe like the drop-off on Sunday night football is every team has played on Sunday night football double-digit times, except the Jags were like three. So like we just view Jacksonville as a completely different NFL franchise. Monday is a different night for them. That's in Jacksonville with a really good team, a true Super Bowl contender, with Coughlin's team and the team that had a 10-point lead on the Patriots. This might be, pound for pound, the best Jaguar team in franchise history. This feels like a franchise-changing game on Monday night where they stamp it and say, look who we are, ignore the stuff of the past, I'm with you. Jacksonville, blowout city on Monday, and that game is far more about that franchise and how people view them. Jalen Ramsey wanted to do it way back when and change how people viewed that team and how uh, Duval 
This is an historic <laughs> game for the Jags. Big on Monday. All right, so we man, we agree on way too many things. We that's that's a lot usually, of favorites. A lot of that's favorites. A lot, that's a kiss of death. A lot of times, I, I think this week is about that. You know what I mean? So uh, we'll be able to we'll, we'll sort it out. We'll see how it goes. Uh, coming up, we're gonna give you all of our uh, C four. Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge picks. I will uh, remind you that while we're hanging out here at River, all the football beer specials are amazing. $5 draft, $6 16-ounce cans, $25 buckets of five, um, available only at Duke's and Van Slick's Bar, you know, Saturday, Sundays, Mondays, and Thursday. So make sure you come here and uh, hang out and have a great time. So coming up, we'll give you everything from the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge. Zach back in the studio give it his pick. We have the other Zach's pick, even though he's uh, – He's cheating on us with one of our sister stations. Uh, Evil D's here. The whole nine. We'll get you all those picks. Uh, but I want to. Did you did you have a C four yet today? Because I know you kind of need them now. You're at that. You you're having a little trouble moving when the kids keep me up every night. I had multiple conversations with my mom, dad when I was back home this weekend, visiting family and friends. Like, do you need a coffee? Do you need a coffee? No, no, no. C four, please. <laughs> don't. I don't need that. I need C four to my system. I had a Starburst. It was fantastic. I had it yesterday. I got to get one today. Is my hours continue to get moved around? I love C four. If you need that extra boost during the day, whatever it is, all great flavors and more. Past the things that you may be taking in the morning. Maybe you're just pouring cream into your drink. Maybe you're drinking other energy drinks. Do yourself a favor. Have a delicious C4 and have the day started right or middle of the day. Whatever it is, we love C4. Levac, I thank you all the time for getting me into C4 because it's been one of the best moves I've made in 2023. See, the thing for me is I like coffee as well. But when I want to, like, sometimes the coffee's more of a sipping, like a mood thing for me. The get the explosive energy I can feel, whether it's you go to the gym or put up with you for a couple hours. C4, man. Get right after it. I like the ultimate energy. I like going to Speedway and getting the ultimate energy. All right, coming up, we'll give you our C4 Smart Energy Bank Roll Challenge picks and um, whatever else is left. We'll just, we'll basically, we'll ring it out. We'll ring it out. We'll get it done for you. So, back guys, live from Rivers Casino and Resort on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath. Fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Hey, it's Doug. The holiday season's already begun here at WGY. Right now, you can donate to our 44th annual Christmas Wish presented by Curtis Lumber. Christmas Wish has been able to help countless children thanks to caring WGY listeners like you. Right now, you can donate by heading to WGY.com or the iHeartRadio app. And don't forget, listen on Friday, December 8th for our annual live show where we take calls with your charitable donation all morning. It's the 44th annual Christmas Wish thanks to Curtis Lumber on WGY. Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to Discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Where is the store? They got your guns and so much more. Upstate. Can you dig it? Who's got your Glocks? And Remington's always in stock. Upstate. 
damn right. Best prices in town. And a staff that likes when you come around. Upstate. They won't let you down. They say the store is the best in town. Shut your mouth. But we're talking about upstate, baby. Then we can dig it. Tired of getting shafted at the big box stores? Then come to Upstate Guns and Ammo because we're not dicks. For the latest in personal protection, from handguns and rifles to self-defense sprays and stun guns, the knowledgeable and friendly experts at Upstate are here to help you find what you need. A huge selection in-store and online at UpstateGunsAndAmmo.com. Plus, in-store sales happening daily. Why shop anywhere else? Upstate Guns and Ammo in Niskayuna, your local source for all your self-defense needs. Give us a call at 370-GUNS. That's 370-G-U-N-S. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day. And for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry, with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. All backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Extra cash coming right up. Happy Money is letting you in on a happier way to elevate your savings with an incredible certificate offered by Alliant Credit Union. Smart, bold, and straightforward. Alliant offers a 12-month certificate with 5.25 APY annual percentage yield with a low minimum deposit of $1,000. Funds are insured up to $250,000. Best of all, anyone can apply to join. Elevate your savings today. Visit happymoney.com slash Alliant. That's A-L-L-I-A-N-T. The APY is accurate as of the 11-1-2023 dividend declaration date. Early withdrawal penalties do apply. Fees may reduce earnings on the account. Any monthly withdrawals or transfers reduce earnings. Now through Sunday, Target Circle members get 10% off Target gift cards. Choose your favorite Target gift card so everyone on your list can get their favorite gifts. Don't wait. Get this big deal today. Save 10% on Target gift cards this weekend only in stores and online. Not a Target Circle member? No problem. Join for free on the Target app or at Target.com slash circle. 10% off Target gift cards in Sunday. Get your gift cards now. Only at Target. Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> we are still live here at Van Slick's Inside <laughs> Rivers <laughs> Casino and Resorts. <laughs> Go home, my children. Uh, <laughs> I will drink it. Yes, you will. Here. You'll do what you're told. Uh, it's her birthday, damn it. Come on. RB has brought us yet another shot. Um, Gaz is being a weenie about it, though. Oh, shoot, I dropped it. Oh, yeah, there you go. No, no, no. We can't bring him anywhere. I'm sorry. All right, this is Steve Michigan being in the uh, the, the playoffs. Let's go. Thank you. And to RB. There you have it. Right there. All right. Um, Gaz is upset. Thank you so much. You are great. Gaz is upset over the the, uh, college football playoffs. Woo! Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I brought the fruit this morning for my breakfast. Thank you. That's to keep you from having scurvy. That's why they uh-huh. call the English limeys. They carried limes on them in the navy. It's a true story. All right, I have a theory, Levesque. All right, you go ahead, the give me a theory. Playoff. So, if you missed it earlier in the show, the college football playoff has been revealed. 
Michigan is one. Washington is two. Texas is three. Alabama is four. That's right, a traditional Power 5 conference team. Florida State is not. I can't believe it, not going to the college football playoff. Undefeated season, one of the best defensive players in the country on their team and everything else. They're not going. I'm trying to figure out how this happened. You think about how this happened. Like, even Texas has a loss. Yeah. So, like, you can even go backwards and say, okay, you know what we're going to do? We're going to put Bama at three. We're going to put Florida State at four. And our argument will be Texas lost the game. One's undefeated. We're not going to have multiple one-loss Power 5 teams get over an undefeated Power 5 team. I have a theory on this. Okay, what's your theory? And it goes to a little bit what Zach Harris back in studio said earlier in the show. That TCU is in some ways to blame here. Like, we can blame the committee and blame, but I'm looking at two things. And TCU leads off of this. If TCU did not get smoked last year by Georgia in the national title game, people would look at that and say, you know what? Everybody in the country can hang with the SEC. The SEC is overrated. We're valuing this conference too much. But that's not the case. Like, look, do I think Florida State would get smoked by Alabama? Yes. Do I think they get smoked by Georgia? Yes. And if that's the answer out loud, and I think those other two teams are better, then you should put the better teams in. It's, you said this earlier in the show, Levesque. Not who deserves it. Give me the four best teams. And they yep. they did that. I feel for Florida State because they did everything possible. They didn't get in. But TCU is a little bit to blame here because of how bad they were. Even the year Florida State won the national championship with Jameis Winston. Remember, you needed a game-winning touchdown by Jameis Winston and Calvin Benjamin to win that national championship. The one with Deshaun Watson. You needed a game-winning play to beat Alabama. The SEC is dominated. But I blame TCU for this, and I have one other theory on this. Okay. I blame the college football playoff committee because they're gone after this. The whole thing's getting blown up because you're going to do a 12, per, a 12 playoff committee, 12 team playoff, new committee, new everything else. They did not want a blowout again. They've had the 14 playoff for about a decade, and every single semifinal gets smoked. I would very much make the case that Michigan Bama will be a way better game than Michigan-Florida State. So, look, is that a little bit conspiracy-filled? Is there a little bit of money and too many dollars being thrown around? Yeah. But that's the best take I can give you right now why Florida State got left out. So, wait, I I, I agree with you, but I think – let me translate what you said. The four best teams are in? Yeah. Because, I mean, that's what it it comes down to. What you just said is they don't want a team to get blown out so the Florida State doesn't get in. Okay. Then they did their job. They put in the four best teams. I love Keon Coleman, the wide receiver from Florida State. If he ends up in silver and black, I'm buying a jersey that day. Like there are there are there are dudes on the other rosters that are fun to watch, they're exciting. But the bottom line is, on a neutral field, Michigan is gonna is gonna wallop up on Florida State. Bama's gonna beat him up. Washington's gonna beat him up. Texas is probably gonna beat him up right now. You know, you have your quarterback back, different story possibly. George, I'm more afraid of Georgia than I am Florida State. I'm more afraid of the sixth team than I am the fifth team. You saw, if we were looking at it during the commercial, there was a video of the Michigan Wolverines players and everybody when they found out who they were facing. And they were not excited. They do not want Bama. Okay, I'm a Michigan fan. Hurts my heart to see the guys do that. If they got, they, they were disappointed when you already knew that Washington was two and Texas was three. So they were hopeful that they were going to get Florida State. They were hopeful they were going to get Georgia. They got Bama, and they didn't want them. Do you want to throw in one more conspiracy while we're at it? Again, yeah, I love conspiracies. Alabama's and great. then we got to get to our picks. Yes, all those teams are awesome. 
But you and I don't work for the four-letter network anymore. We work for Fox. Correct. That, that's a banner. That's where we are, Fox Sports 95.9980. There are going to be a lot of people that are going to throw it at ESPN today and say, you know why Alabama's in? Because Fox is under Big Ten. Big Ten noon. They just beat College Game Day for the first time ever. Fox is invested in the Big Ten being good. ESPN gets the SEC 330 window next year. They have the SEC network. They go to SEC schools. They air the college football playoff. If they were invested in the SEC being good and there was no SEC teams in there, people will scream ESPN had a big part in Florida State getting left off today, which I think there is when billions of dollars are getting thrown around. I don't think that's uh, a made-up theory I just had. I think there is some validity to that statement. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm biased against all those teams. Maybe I'm biased against our former employer. But I think that has to play a factor in this, too, of ESPN's love of the SEC. I'm just amazed how well your head, your headphones are picking your mic, picking up your computer. That's pretty good. All right, uh, time for the C4 Smart Bank. I'm sorry, C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge. Uh, you and myself taking on Quinn and Cantera over Picks 106 for charity. And then everybody else who's been helping us out on uh, on Sundays gets in and makes a pick as well. Guys, what are the uh, what are the standings? I, I believe. Oh boy, uh, the standings look like this. I'm in last place. You are. I'm at 134 dollars and 34 cents. After that is Quinn at 177.92. That's a good total. Uh, excuse me. That's Cantera's at 177.92 and Quinn's is 166.44. And that's all after the ten dollars. Of today's wagers have played. I missed somebody as I did the last three weeks because uh, that person's guy in first place. Two hundred sixty-three dollars and sixty-eight cents. After his ten dollars worth of wagers, yeah, you're right. You're dead. All right, who's going first? Who's picking first? Uh, let's do this, Delia. If you don't mind, I might have Delia go first. While Delia is getting prepared, I will read off Zach Boynton's picks. So Zach okay. is out here while Delia gets situated. Zach, who's usually here with us, is offering these plays for today. His plays are the Texans plus three. Dolphins minus eight and a half, and the Bucks minus three in one parlay. I feel like he picks my Bucks every week. He does, and he's a smart he guy because he's me. He's junior he's, guys, he's little guys. And his, then it, the Zach Pack was here. His mom, his aunt, and everybody were here in their Dolphins gear. Lifelong Dolphins fans, unlike somebody's mom. And the Chiefs, Forty Niners, and Rams <laughs> minus six, minus three, minus three and a half. And Chiefs, Forty Niners, Rams. His second three team parlay. Delia got in trouble. She she made her mom sound like a bandwagon jumper for the Dolphins. I did, but she's in a fancy starter jacket. So oh. yeah, so yeah. Since nineteen ninety two, she was very clear about that. She was like, if anything, you're jumping on the bandwagon. And I was like, okay. Does she? Does she? Wait, would she do the? Like you have a little, you have a little uh, shimmy to you. It's it's more of like a, a point and sass, okay. you know. All right, point and sass. <laughs> that's, I like it's it. more her style. All right, who are your picks today, Delia? All right, so I'm gonna take the Steelers, the Falcons, Lions, all money line, and then I'm taking Chargers minus six and a half, Dolphins minus nine, Ducks but or Ducks, the Bucks minus three. <laughs> just because I don't know how I feel about their interim coach, he said he was gonna play it loose and fun, but at this point in the season, is that really way to go? Yeah. And then yeah. I'm gonna keep it consistent, and I'm taking the Eagles in my heart this week. Oh, just in her heart, though. You're an yeah, Eagles fan in your heart. heart. All right. Okay. And uh, anything you want to say to your mother? You want to? Hey, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> there she is. All right. Uh, go ahead. Uh, Zach Harris back in studio. He's celebrating <laughs> Alabama getting into the college football. <laughs> the battle now will commence between Zach and LeVac. Maybe a wager will be placed, but until all that, Zach, what are your plays for this weekend? Or today, I should say. All right. So I'm going to do a small parlay, and then I'm going to do a straight up. So I'm going to take the Chargers at New England. I'm going to take Chargers straight money line. And then I'm going to take the Lions at the Saints. I'm liking the road guys right now. And then my next play, I will take 
straight up the L.A. Rams hosting the Cleveland Browns because I feel like there's a little bit of spark in L.A., especially after that big win the other week. All right, and, and Harris has been doing well, so I mean, you should at least take his stuff into consideration while you're making your plays. Uh, he's a little less conventional than myself. He, you know, he'll jump around a little bit with the numbers and the spreads. Good for him. As long as you get the W, as long as you bring home more money than you uh, you left the house with, you're doing a good job. All right, guys. So who you want to? I'm going to go first. We'll go from four thirds, second, so you can figure out how you want to play these. I will go first. These are my plays. Three pick parlay. I have not cashed a ticket since Halloween. That ends today. I just realized <laughs> he means both personally and in the C4 Smart Mackerel Challenge. It wasn't a good November, but it's a new month now. Long November. Nice and easy. Three money line plays. Give me the Titans to win today. Give me the Jaguars to win on Monday. Give me the 49ers. So again, today Titans and Niners. Monday the Jags. That's a three-team money line parlay. $10 wager. $38.89. All right. Play, okay. Man. I like it. All right. Let's move on here to Quinn, who also kept it easy. No spreads involved. He took the Dolphins, the Eagles, and the Steelers. His $10 wager for a parlay plus $279. $37.88 would be nice his wager. return. I like that. So, like again, that. no spreads yet. We go right. on to Mr. Cancero, who sits in second place. He's got also a three-pick parlay. This one involving spreads. He got these numbers on Saturday. They don't reflect what they are right now, but minus 9.5 for the Dolphins. Eagles plus 3, and the over in the Chiefs-Packers at 42.5. $10 wager plus 574. $67.44. All right, so I hit a te- I hit an eight-team teaser. Actually, I had an eight-team teaser last week plus my, my favorite play for this. I hit a ten- ten-team teaser at home. Uh, so I'm going to drop it back because now I got the lead. Now it's all about just establishing some distance between me and the rest of y'all. My my safety play. I'm going to go over 49 and a half. Miami Washington five dollars brings back 9.55, and then I have a six team six and a half point teaser. Five brings back 34.98. I got Denver plus nine and a half. Arizona plus 12 and a half. Rams plus three. Niners plus three and a half. Chiefs plus a half a point. So they got to win. And then I got uh, the Jags minus three and a half. Again, that's a six-team teaser, uh, six and a half points, 34.98 the return if I get that. So uh, looking to just kind of get over that $300 mark. Nobody's. I'm the only one over $200. Now I'm to be the only one over $300, and then I'll keep it rolling from there. Remember, it's all for charity and for me to tell everyone else how much smarter I am than they are. So, <laughs> um, so we got that going for us, you know, which is nice. Um, We've got everything. So I love Delia. She's the Thank best. Thank you, Delia. Yeah, Delia's um, had a good afternoon. Gordon, the bartender's going to think of her. Oh, I only promise she's going to put the empties down there. Okay, good move. Good, good swerve. Smart. She swerved because oh, she's still going to be spotted. See, if you put the empties down oh, next no. to the person that bought you the shots, they may go, "Oh, you're empty. I'm going to buy you more." So okay, she's bought her All off. Right. She's Dude, left the building. Somebody jingled keys at like on the other side of the room. She's going that way. Um, <laughs> man, she's having a good one. She's having fun. We got a packed house here at River. Yeah. We're back. Every yes. week, shout out to everybody who comes and joins us. Every week we see more and more people. And with the weather not great in the Capital Region, with December football, with some bye weeks, come and join us. This is going to be an awesome crowd today. A lot of different people here today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Come enjoy the action with us. Make this a part of your December Sunday. I just got a text from my guys at Tech East, Mike Corda, and uh, and, and your, your fellow Hobart statesman there, yeah. Matt Woods. Uh, typical Michigan fan. You finally get number one, and you still have a problem with it. I'm like, yeah. And then they go, but you're right, too. They should not. Getting Bama for being number one is 
is not right. It's not right. I'm sorry. I'm hoping you know. I'm going to go from this. I'm going to I'm going to figure out all the reasons we're going to win. Uh, Zach Harris and I are going to talk smack to each other all the way up until that game is played. There's a chance he's going to fill in for you next week. Yeah, I will be. I will be in New York City. I will be here. I, my plan is to be here at 10:30. Even though the show starts at 11. Am I bragging about getting to the show early? I don't know. But I will be here, I think, next week. You think? Probably. You I, don't, think? I don't drive trains. I don't know how they work. I'm confused by the whole concept of the train. <laughs> no, you ride the train all the time. And Way more than I do. I know, but like, I, I watch the Polar Express. Is Dad going with you? He is, yes. Okay, well, nice your dad, something. then you'll be okay. You'll Have be you watched right. the Polar Express? Yes. I love the Polar Express. A little frightening. You like it? Man, I'm glad you said it was frightening. Because it's like before video games, but like, like the graphics were weird, and then the whole concept. Anyways, <laughs> trains are interesting. We're back on Monday, <laughs> 3 to 5, with the DraftKings Kickstarter and a lot more. Uh, good luck to everybody today. I hope you have a great one. No, thanks to our friends at Hooters for always supporting us. Thanks to uh, Zach back in studio. Thanks to the other Zach for not showing up. Thanks to Dealey for doing a great job, as always. Uh, thanks to you guys. Thanks to you, LeVac, for doing a great job. Oh, look at you. Yeah. You don't know what time it is, even the clock's right in front of you. This is fun. This is fun for me. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. Um, all right, everybody, we'll be back uh, in studio tomorrow starting at 3 o'clock, and uh, we will make sure that we have all the results from uh, today's action for you as well as some thoughts uh, going farther into bowl season. God's fever, you're looking to see what Cuse is going to be doing. Thanks again. Zach, back in studio. Let me thank you twice because you're the one who wants to take us home. It is LeVac and God's Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Hey, you. The one on the couch you just told your friend you can't go out because you're busy? Ready to get real about your psoriasis? When your current treatments don't do enough to help control the inflammation beneath the skin, causing plaques and pain, stressing and scratching, it's time to stop hiding and get real with your dermatologist so they can help you get clear. Get real clear about psoriasis at letsgetrealclear.com. 